This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. We're holding on to third. The 17 of Smith now trying to move around the outside of the 33 of Matthew. Here we go. Battle for the top spot. Ivan and Lloyd in the 21. The St. Williams in the 1X. Battle down the backstretch. And the 21 of Ivan and Lloyd will move into the top spot. Williams back to second. Williams battling back at the inside. Still side-by-side racing. Side by side, they go back into turn number one. Williams will regain the lead, but here comes Lloyd down the backstretch. They go side by side again in turn number three, coming up on lap traffic. Shane Williams will move back into the top spot. All right, folks, you're listening to Inside Florida Racing uh, with uh, this is Rob Bonehead Elton and uh, that's CC Brooks over here. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Inside Florida Racing. Also, a very another special guest here in the studio with us, uh, Brian Kynith from the Beach 98.9 and part of our Inside uh, Florida Racing support team. Uh, I like that again. song so much, I didn't want to turn it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what you're going to be doing when you by, before the show's over. Isn't he dead? What he did. Kevin DeBrow? He did. That You're was right. Kevin DeBrow. That's right. Bang your head. Yeah, he got his head banged. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they were banging heads at Ocala Speedway, huh? Ocala yes. Speedway. Yeah, yeah we yes, were. Yes, they were. That was um, Friday night was an incredible experience. I'm I'm still recovering from my weekend of racing. Friday night up at Ocala. Saturday night, Charlotte County Motorsports Park. Just um, two great nights of racing action. I-75 was pretty fun, too, getting up there. Oh, yeah, the drive to Ocala was lovely. But you know what? It is worth it because that Ocala Speedway, uh, my first time there, I was really impressed by that track, guys. Um, You know, it was clean, um, nice grandstands, just, you know, in good racing. No, I'm going to tell you, CC, there was too many damn people there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm guessing, what are we estimating, 4,000? Yeah, it was way too many people. There was a lot of people there, but I tell you what, and what I was impressed by is they have the the grandstands areas broken down to. There's an area where you can uh, sit with your family and drink beer if you choose to, or you can sit with your family and have no alcohol around you. And I really liked that. I know I, know I had a good time. Uh, um, you know, I was amazed that uh, not that many areas got hit with dirt. You know, we were talking about mm-hmm. that, concerned about his... Uh, uh, grandstands that he had there and it looked like it uh you know it all worked out really good i think great. they just needed more food or more outlets for food that was about the only I problem think, yes, i saw I think yeah. more uh concession <laughs> outlets and um because in and, and more more concessions period because well, they, they ran out of soda well yeah but see you don't normally have four thousand people show up for <laughs> saturday night at the local short track <laughs> oh it right. was a great race uh it, it was, was a incredible. great showing of cars you know uh all the uh fields of cars that they had in all the different classes um, it made for a big night of racing, which Ocala hadn't seen in quite a few months, quite a few years, had not seen a race uh, of that magnitude. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to see Roger Krause again and Sean Smith and Justin Choquette. And, uh, and, and yes, and, and even Rich, to see uh, Rich Pratt for the short Rich time Pratt that he the was short- there. 
it's good thing right. that uh, we got the interview uh, um, uh, prior to all that, which um, we may play that interview during uh, this night here. I actually uh, brought it with me, but it's unedited. Did you give him that free membership to the anger management classes? No, but he needs it. Rich, if you're listening out there, son, come on. <laughs> We've been through worse things than that over the years. And, and of all things, the Ocala tires, I mean, Rich has hit those tires mm-hmm. himself probably uh, 20 times, probably sometime or another, but... Um, you know, CC asked why those tires were there. I couldn't give her a definitive answer. <laughs> what tires? The big tractor tires that all the guys kept running over and knocking themselves into. And the, the one, one that Rich Pratt hit. You know, you don't it, remember the tire that he hit to knock that left front off? No, no, I didn't see that action. Oh yeah, happen. and even uh, just I saw the I saw the good the firm overhand. Straight ninety mile per hour steering wheel toss. Yeah, I saw fastball, that. fast steering wheel. Okay, now let's maybe we need to tell the story about that. So people who weren't at the race, or maybe they didn't get a chance to listen to it yet um, on real race. Scott and Rick were going at it, weren't they? Well, no, actually, it was um, uh, Michael Cherry was out mm-hmm. there had a little bit to do with that, I guess, and that's why. Well, yes, it was, and he was holding his line on the outside, but. It was the outside and halfway on the inside, and there wasn't any room for Rich to come off of uh, turn two, which meant when he come off of there on that, you know, I guess you'd call that backstretch turn, <laughs> he uh, kind of clipped that tire, and uh, that was it. And uh, he showed everybody who the culprit was because that's who he threw the steering wheel at. Yes, he, well. And, <laughs> and he, Sean, and, go ahead. And, and what was it? And, um, and uh, Michael Terry, he, I mean, he started aiming his car you know, towards him, and, and, and Rich, you know, took yeah, off I think the steering he wanted wheel to scare threw, Rich a little bit. Threw the steering wheel at him and broke the... Um, the A-pillar. And, and <laughs> broke the pillar there. And what's interesting is I would love to see the footage because we know that uh, Sean Smith got it on his in-car camera. That's right. He lined his car up so that he could get a good view. On the camera in his That's car. Right. Look so. at Sean being so a good being, reporter being a good out guy, there man. while yes, he's he racing. Is. And speaking of Sean Smith, you know, he was the lucky pill draw... Um, he won his heat race, so that put him in the uh, top four, and uh, he drew second, but and he drew the number one pill. So uh, uh, that was good for him. He got to start in the pole. He led some laps, and uh, you know, did you get to talk to him afterwards? No, because unfortunately, by the time we were all done, it was midnight, and we had to start making the drive back home because I had to be at the at Kicks Country ninety two point nine at seven thirty in the morning. Oh, look at her throw that out there like it was just—it just rolled <laughs> off the tongue. <laughs> so nowhere, so nowhere on our show tonight are we even talking to any of those guys that well, race there. Yeah, That's but unbelievable. Well, you know, we could. It's, well, we it's have, not it's not out of the question. We okay. have Mike Peters. But we are going to talk to Mike Peters. Okay, well, that's just as and well, we're gonna, Mike. I'm sorry, Mike, you do rate. And we're, I want you to know that was the first time that Rick Angie's ever called the dirt race. I, I thought that the guys did a, a, a very good job considering that they'd gotten together, bef- uh, you know, and, and doing the dirt deal all that was the first time that either one of them done dirt, right? No, Scott, Scott's been doing oh, dirt. that's right. He did he, it up there. He did uh, the last month at East Bay. He's still been on his learning curve. Oh, he's know, still on it's oh, been yeah. like Oh, a, absolutely. It's been he'll, like a school that he's been to. He'll tell you that. <laughs> yes. And yes. Uh, I, I think, think overall he did, did a great job, you know, because of the, you know, it's. John Birdie called me up. it's an easy job, but it's not an easy John job. John Birdie called me up Saturday night. Called me on my cell phone while I was at the races. Called me on my cell phone to tell me. That there was some drunk guy announcing at East Bay. Well, and you know, and the funny thing, you want me to tell you something? Listen, let really? Me, no, listen. Really? Let me let me let me tell you something about about Scott McAllister and and his 
uh, stick that he's got, is, and every announcer has one. You can't be an announcer unless you got some kind of gimmick, okay? Yeah. And that's Scott McAllister's gimmick. If you talk to him in person, you'd never know that he was the guy going, Oh, Callis Speedway! But you know what? Everybody that's there, that's all they said on their mind, the back of their head. They're still saying it today. Oh, Callis Speedway! It was driving me crazy, but Scott, that's funny, man. You did a great job, and uh, yes, yes I think that uh, I think that I I don't think it's alcohol, but there is something involved there. I think they did a great job, and um, it was just an overall uh, very entertaining and fun and satisfying night of racing Friday yeah. night. There were a lot of families out there, and yeah. it oh, got it a little cool that fun. night too, My man. Even, even had this even most adorable little there. baby boy sitting behind me. Yes, that's what I wanted to say about the track for all the folks out there who do have kids. Ocala Speedway is a very, uh, it's a very fan friendly place. They you had know, a little really playground is. too, a nice yeah, playground. Yeah, it, it was it was very good. They had. Playing out back, they had live on the radio. We had live on the internet. There was just too many people, and it was a little dirty. Yeah, it's a dirt track, Jack. It's yeah, supposed it to be was. a little dirty. It was good though, man. It was a good race. And, and you now, know what? The track held up. Let's talk about the track real quick. Because when we get Peters on, I know he's probably still. They did good. Is he still going to be keyed up? Is he still wound up? Well, or is I he talked, probably I talked dead to him tired. This he also did what Sunday did and Monday. I talked to him this morning, and you know he's. He is getting really tired because he's basically been n- doing nothing but they had living motorcycles. at the track. Motorcycles. Yeah. How did that go? Did nobody... We're going to ask him. Oh. Yeah. So let's shift gears and then come back because okay. we are going to have Mike on, and we're also going to have Rick Angie on the motorcycles. But um, um, up at Columbia Motorsports Park, Don Narone, Sandy Narone opened up their deal up there. They took over this place, and of course, Don's got his fans and his. More than his fair share of detractors, but um, he, <laughs> you like that? <laughs> he, he opened up to a full house. He had 2,000 people up at Columbia Motorsports Park. Now, go figure. They promoted their butts off and got 2,000 people to come out there for That's Don's great. and Sandy's uh, first race taken over to join So, uh, do we have some information about the first race? Yeah, there's a good story. Jane Smith wrote a story on the front page of uh, in Florida stock car racing on Carnac. And uh You know I, I have a hard time navigating through that site. Yes, I do understand that. It's it's something that uh <laughs> I understand. It's uh I have psoriasis too, by the way. You know, it's it's tough. It is let me tell you, Carnac site is just growing and growing and growing all the time <clears throat> and I talk to more and more people that know about it. You know, mm-hmm. I went this weekend after Ocala to um uh Cedar Key and uh I went to a uh homeowners meeting. Okay, and you yeah. say, wow, you go to Cedar Key to go homers me. Well, it was the weirdest homers me I've ever been to. It's 35 people that own 3,800 acres collectively together. Mm-hmm. And you know what their rules are? There are no rules? No, well, honey, no, if you Tuesday shoot a deer, if, when you shoot a buck, <laughs> you've got to take pictures of it and measure in between the horns. And if it's not 14 inches in between the horns, you owe $500. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the extent of their uh, homeowners' uh you know, uh, deed restrictions that they have, and you can't have a commercial uh, business on the property. But it was really cool, you know, to meet some other people out there in the country. And lo and behold, if one of those 35 people's son was not in uh, uh, New in Orlando, you know, for the Friday, Saturday mm-hmm. night deal um, in the Goodyear Challenge Series, he races in that. And, uh, oh. Jacob Warren is his um, crew chief. And uh, I didn't get his first name, but his last name is Bradley. But... Hopefully somebody's listening out there. They can straighten me up on that. But uh, 
another uh, late model racer, 19-year-old late model racer, and uh, his dad was uh, real surprised to meet a guy like me, and uh, hopefully they're listening tonight. Say hello to them, Tom Bradley, and uh, that's probably his son's name too, maybe Tom Jr. You know who I had lunch with this afternoon? Uh, Jack Roush. I don't know. No, Jack wasn't available, so I had to go with uh, uh, Leroy Davids. Okay. How's Leroy doing? Well, how'd the race go? Yeah, Leroy Davidson, uh, they had the Brian Davidson Memorial up at uh, Auburndale Speedway. Daniel Webster uh, won the race. Mm-hmm. He seems to have a thing up there, Daniel does. Well, he's got the track down, Pat, sounds like to me. Yeah, I think uh, his buddy Rich Pratt should have went with him, but uh, <laughs> that's another story. Let's but, not uh, get on Rich. And it was his first time back on dirt. And I, oh, know, no, I know, not I know, really. I know, he's been I racing know, in dirt, I so. Uh, I know. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, Leroy remarked that he was, he was, Treated very well. That they had a great, uh, a good time. He and his family had a good time, and really, that's what it was about for him. You know, was uh, doing the remembrance thing that he does every year. And uh, as a matter of fact, he's already talking about next year's show and, and how that's all going to go down. And uh, he'll make some announcements expected in July, and he'll have it ready in July what he's going to do for next year. But uh, well, that sounds great. You know, something I wanted to say, we talked about Rich Angies a minute ago, Rick Angies, and I wanted to call say... Call him that. Angus. He likes that. Angus, well, yeah, Angus. when you call him Angus, he kind of likes that. Rick, good job <laughs> with the story. Good job with the story that you wrote about the uh, race. A lot of great pictures on there, too, from uh, Rick's dark room, and that's a different Rick. Rick Warren. Uh, <laughs> Rick Warren, that's right. Uh, so between the two of them, they put together uh, a really good story. And uh, so that's what Rick's doing now. We're going to talk to him tonight about his... Uh, uh, new job. His new career. New title. Cool. New paycheck it even comes with. Isn't that nice? Hey, you know what you missed Saturday night by not being at uh, CCMP? Don't, 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 oh, don't say it that way. A hell of a, a modified race. It's too bad they had that later in the evening when no, so many people yeah. had gone because that got to be pretty interesting. I heard was, there was a lot of cars, a lot of fans. I'm fired up for Bobby a, Deal. It was a good time, but uh, I got to be up there in the flag stand with oh, Wild that's right. That's for right. the sprint race, and that was awesome. Now, let me tell you, it, that's got to give you a little bit more respect at that view with the speeds that those guys run um, when they come flying by. And a lack oh, of yeah. an oxygen mask. Did you stay uh, up there the whole time? Yes, I did. I was up there for the whole <laughs> race. and Were um, you a... Uh, she was as pinching. Well, you weren't pinching him, were you? No. No, she was holding on for life there. You know, it, <laughs> it, the worst part of the whole thing is the fumes. Is the fumes um, from the cars? Did they there. run alcohol in it, those? It, in those? Yeah. It it was my eyes were on fire. Yeah. Well, there's probably a little nitro but, mixed uh, in with them. It was, a, it, was a, <laughs> it was a great time, and I really appreciate um, the opportunity from uh, from Don and Wildchild making room for me up there. And he was upset that he didn't get to meet you. Aw, I'm sorry, Don. You know what? So many things just happen. And honestly, after being up in Ocala Friday night, by the time we were done Saturday night, I was really ready to go home and crash. <laughs> Tell me. Well, I was really fired up just to hear that uh, the car count that they had with the wingless sprints, that was really great, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I just want to see that series, you know, grow as much as the TBARA did and uh, become, you know, a great series. And uh, it looks like those guys do have their stuff together a little bit better, you know. And uh when they can show that kind of a field of cars on the second race, have a field of how many cars was the number? Uh, 16 15, cars or something? 15. 15. Yeah. 15. That's great. You know, so if at the rate that they're going, if they get the same amount of uh, increase on their car count next race, yeah. they'll be running B, <laughs> B mains before well, long. So. Well, and the TBRA and the uh, checkered flag sprint deal, one's wingless, one isn't, um, 
they're not running on the same dates either. So that makes it perfect. That yeah. makes it a good thing. Because a lot of guys want to race in both. You know. I hope that they can really get all that worked out. And it sounds like that they have. And I, I'm yeah. I'm glad to hear that it was a good race and nobody got hurt. No major wrecks, right? Uh, no, but Jeff Firestein's car got wrecked pretty yeah, bad it's, in it's, the uh, Road it, Warrior it, race. It's probably going to be off off the track for a while. Uh, he he hit that front stretch wall real hard during his race. He didn't get uh, hurt. No, 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 he walked away. He walked away. But uh, you know, it was it was an interesting night of racing. It was a really good time. But hey, Jack, now don't we have something really important happening? Well, tonight is that tonight? night, right? This is March third. That's oh, right. that means that February is over. Yes, that means we got a driver of the month to announce tonight. That's, that's right. Pandora Jewelers Pandora. driver of the month. Yep. That's right. And that's all an acclamation for the driver of the year, of which it's going to be a big giveaway, of which we a don't big, know what it's going to be yet. big prize from Pandora Pandora Jewelers, Jewelers over in um, Deerfield Beach, Florida. But, but I always tell them to do the math. Pandora Jewelers, you know, big award. Something shiny. Who knows? Ah, Who knows? Could be a tow ring. You never know. Some, could be some but you know, you know now, now, the first month we did this, January, it wasn't all of that. I well, mean, we didn't have as much racing. Yeah, we didn't have to have like a United Nations. This is going to be tough. This, this is one. this is tough. I mean, you had uh, this kid Logan Ruffin, thirteen years old, went mm-hmm. down there at New Smyrna and won the uh, late model deal. Uh, not only that, he won a race and he won the championship uh, during the World Series of uh, asphalt stock car racing. Um, I mean, just incredible. I mean, uh, Jeff Choquette won that championship over there in the super late models. Jimmy Blewett won the SK Modifieds and the Tour Type Modified Championships both. What was his name? Jimmy Blewett. Isn't that how you pronounce it? Jimmy Blewett? Well, I thought you were saying that Jimmy Blewett, and I'm just going to no, say no. Jimmy Who. Jimmy, Jimmy did not blow it, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy and, uh, Who. I mean, it was incredible. Jimmy Blewett. Jimmy Who. It was incredible. And the people who were there who were really uh, open-wheel fans from all over, the, especially up north, I mean, they were uh, they were really taken with all that. And he won the, they had a, a memorial race for his brother who died last year in a, in a wreck, and he was also a racer in the modifies, and they had a memorial, and he won that race. It was pretty emotional on top of it all. So um, that was uh, Dave Steele. I mean, they had four TBARA sprint races uh, in March. Dave won two of them, came in second behind uh, Troy DeCare in the other one, and then one race at New Smyrna. He had, I don't know what happened, but he crapped out early. He finished at the back of the pack. So, Troy has the points lead, but he won two out of the races and came in second, the, the third one. Shane Williams, Rick's got more on this, but Shane Williams won uh, the big late model race they had up at North Florida Speedway, won three out of the four races they had at um, Golden Isle Speedway, which was the big deal. Remember the Super Bowl, of right, that yeah. whole deal? And uh, and then he won the Ocala return to dirt, you know, first mm-hmm. the inaugural United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series race. I mean, uh, Billy Moyer in the, in the late models over there at East Bay. Yeah, I remember he, he just yeah. won all all them. I mean, it's really Curtis Newman. Not to leave anybody out. Curtis Newman uh, won some races up in the late models up there. And at we Citrus. can only give one award. Yeah, this is tough, man. Uh, this crazy. is tough stuff. Man, we might have to take a break. <laughs> You see, I, I mean, now it's tough, and we it's by the taxing. End, by the end of this show, the pressure is on you guys. I mean, it, this is tough. Well, we appreciate all the uh, media out there that has helped us compile information about we, exactly. these different drivers. You know, uh, these are just a few that we're reading right now, and uh, we really appreciate the response and are always looking for more. If you want to send a driver, if a driver at your home track is setting the world on fire and nobody's talking about him. 
We want to know about it. Oh, I have one. Uh, <laughs> oh, and we're going to talk to him tonight. We're going to finally. To we're bringing them together. Uh, we're bringing them together on the air. Uh, Randy Man, and Cece finally. Uh, Randy Kyle has not done bad himself no. this month in racing, and uh, he's 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 won. Uh, like four in a row. Four in a row that doesn't necessarily happen all in this month, but it's happened over the last two. And uh, and then Randy's working his way towards he he's he uh, he he he's looking good, man. And he's, he was the Thunder Truck Point champion. Um, for we can't look about that. No, no I know, but I'm just saying that he's. We can't go back to 2007. Because by golly, we're in 2000. Well, and, and, and somebody new things that he's doing. One of one of the uh, promoters uh, sent us an email and. and Mentioned Daniel Webster, but that happened on March 1st, so he got the first, he got a good kick to start March, but that's March, not February. And this is the February uh, award winner, but, um, and we're also going to talk to, besides that, you guys got to come up with that decision, but we're going to talk to David Brown from Brown Motorsports. They, they're coming up with the, the very first summer spectacular race at Auburndale Speedway is this coming Saturday night, February or March 8th, and uh, Wayne Jefferson is going to be on with us at the same time because we have a big announcement. The Rocket Man. Yeah, involving Saw him Saturday night. Yes, and he he and uh, Sean, we'll have to ask him about that. I really wanted to get Sean scheduled, but I couldn't find his number. I got way behind, so if somebody wants, if, if somebody can get a hold of Sean McLaughlin mm-hmm. for us before this show's over, we'd love to talk to him. We just didn't, we just couldn't that, get that, that one together. That was a real good race. It was. It was. They mm-hmm. did good, didn't they? Yes, they did. And and when they got out of the car, Wayne went over and gave him a big bear hug. You yeah. know, it was it was it was cool. Um, we're also going to talk to Rob Kohler, who's the announcer. Did you guys meet Rob? He was up I, at I met Oca- him Friday night. Yes. Yeah, at Ocala. He and uh, <clears throat> he's down in Henry County, which is the scene of the next United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series, which is coming this, th- this Saturday week. night. The, I can't wait. I'm, we're going to be there. That Ponce de Leon. Yep. Challenge? Is that what it is? Uh, second annual Ponce de Leon Challenge. I think yes. that's correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we should just forget it and go home. No, no, no. What, have you Let's nuts? talk have you racing. Lost your mind? Let's talk racing. Um, have you lost your mind? You must have. I think we need to. I think we need to go ahead and. Uh, don't get crazy. Let's. I don't want to get crazy. I just want to get Mike Peters on the phone and let him get crazy. Let's get crazy. Well, let him let's get crazy get and let's. Uh, find out get some official details about like turnout and, and stuff yeah Friday i want to hear what night, the head count was um up at ocala he i tell you mike and angie just have to be grinning ear to ear uh for the turnout that they had and it really looks like they're probably going to be having a, a very successful racing season i never even got wrong. to meet the man or his uh fiance during the night you, but, know, you uh, know neither did i but i had a nice <laughs> i had a nice talk with them on the phone this morning they well, were busy. They were running around. They were so so busy uh, Friday night. But um, well, I think Ken Kinney was uh, floating on air the whole night. Oh you yeah. Know? He it, to tell you it was. I like Ken Kinney's drivers meeting. He had a good drivers meeting and uh, laid it all out to the guys what his intentions were and what is what what the future looks to be. And uh, I think he was a little overwhelmed himself of the turnout that actually mm-hmm. did show up. And uh, they kept their show running. They have a, a little bit different structure than uh, some of the other uh, races, maybe. And uh, I think as time goes on, um, that that thing's just going to be unbelievable. It's going to be more and more, and he should be able to get some more uh, 
sponsorship in there, and he's going to bring that right to the drivers. That's his plan is to make something for the drivers or a good series for them. And, um, you know, that's that's always good intention, and as long as uh, he can keep content in between him and the drivers, and uh, he's got a guy that's acting as race director mm-hmm. that they're to go to, and uh, I think that's important. So he isn't necessarily the first one that they go to, that they try to work it out between them. And um, I don't, I'd like to talk to Ken myself to see well, if they had any issues, we'll you know. I wonder if they did. Now, I just want to let people know, I we did take pictures Friday night out at Ocala, and I do have some of them posted on my DJ page at The Real Job, WIKX.com. If you go to WIKX.com, you just click on this tab that says DJs, and then down to my name, CC Brooks. There are pictures from uh, just some scenes from being up at Ocala Friday night, some of the drivers, some of the cars, uh, the grandstands, um, the track. We just had a really good time. I mean, I my, I loved that R.I. Rest in Peace Asphalt yeah. sign, the uh, headstone that they had up there. Um, well, I heard a lot of good. You know, it was great being in stands, too, hearing stories from people yeah. about what it was like in the old mm-hmm. days when it was dirt at first and, uh, you know, some of the races in the intervening years uh, of asphalt. And, and a lot of people really fired up that they're back to dirt there. And uh, they put on a good show. And let's talk to the man that has put on that great show Friday night, Mike Peters. Mike, welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Hey, what's happening, gang? Well, we are here, and we are uh, looking forward to, you know, finding out some information from you this this evening. Like, Mike, what was the total of uh, fans that came through your gates Friday night? Grandstand attendance was 4,137. Wow. Wow. Hey, Mike, you still sound like you're fired up a little bit. I'm still working. I haven't left the track. Well, man, let me tell you, you guys did a great job, man. I'm, I'm telling you, for the for the first race back in dirt, I sat back and watched the whole thing as a fan. I took the whole thing in as a fan, what a fan would have uh, went through, um, other than, you know, doing interviews with all the drivers, not you, because you were too busy. But um, uh, we ha- we just had a great time, and uh, everything was good. The only thing that we were saying is uh, you get a few more food outlets, man, you're going to have it licked. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate you guys coming. Um, all the fans, all the drivers, Angie and I and our entire staff, we we really appreciate the turnout we got. Uh, I, don't, I can't even describe it. Uh, words words can't describe it. 46 late models, uh, 39 hobby stocks, uh, 15 mini stocks and 10 gladiators. Uh, just a, a great night, awesome night. Uh, unbelievable. We didn't have enough room in the pits. We didn't have enough room in the grandstands. We didn't have enough room in the parking lot. Uh, just off the hook. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, we see what kind of potential the uh, Ocala Speedway has, and I'm really looking forward to some of the shows that we've got coming down the road. You know, what's it going to be like when the uh, sprint cars come to town? Um, uh, we've already been approached by bringing in 410 sprint cars. Uh, one of my goals is to bring a super late model race to Florida outside of Speed Weeks, be the one dirt track in the state that does it later on in the year, give the fans a treat, you know, midpoint through the year. Uh, we're just, we're fired up. We're excited about it. Uh, it's been a long off season. It's been a long, I don't know, I think I've, I haven't had a day off in three weeks, but, uh, you know, we had the track rented Saturday morning, so we were here Saturday morning. We had to prep the track Saturday afternoon for Sunday's motorcycle races. How did that work, the, the track prep from uh, 
a hard night's racing and then getting it ready for the, especially like the smoothness that you would hope you could get it for the motorcycles? Well, it took us a couple hours uh, Saturday night and then Sunday. Uh, the, the motorcycles that were here Sunday night were the uh, were mostly antiques and historical type bikes, um, and they've got rigid chassis. They don't have any suspension, so they wanted it, you know, ultra smooth. So about 45 minutes before the the, uh, the feature started, we went out and kind of skimmed the top of the track, uh, and they were real happy with it. They said no other track would ever do that for us, and they really appreciate it. Uh, we were here late last night getting the track ready for the AMA event today. Um, they just finished about an hour ago, so now we're grading and packing the track, getting it ready for this coming Friday night. The AMA was so impressed with the facility. Uh, they'd like to come back for two or three days next year um, in lieu of some other events that they typically historically do down here in Florida. They were they were really uh, pleasantly surprised with the whole facility. And the surface held up great for them all day. That was a nice indicator to us. Uh, telling us that it's capable of having some daytime races here because it was under the sun all day. Uh, we put very little water on the track, and there wasn't a speck of dust all day today. So they were they were really pleased with the surface. Now, did they, did they film that today for anything special, or is that going to be the day that they run? Is going to be on Mondays? Uh, no, you know these two events were kind of just thrown together in the last four weeks. Um, they got wind of Ocala being dirt again, and they came here during the 70s and 80s and wanted an opportunity to come back, so we kind of threw something together, a Sunday deal and a Monday deal, um, and next year they'd like to come in for maybe a three-day weekend. Um, you know, we'll just have to we'll have to play it by ear and see what happens at this point. Did they uh, run four-wheel, uh, four-wheelers there or just two-wheel bikes? The four-wheelers were here today. Um now, last night we had an awesome show. It was uh, 1940-era bikes. There was a couple Indians and a couple Harleys. There was a Royal Enfield. Um, and first and second place driver were side-by-side, were side, lap after lap after lap, and they were absolutely flying around this track. It was pretty impressive. I bet, man. I When, that, when I heard you were going to run that there, I know that uh, one of my friends went and raced uh, – he ran the ice racing thing, and he also runs the oh, we ran it uh, when they ran at East Bay, and uh, yeah, he ended up tearing his motor up because he didn't have it geared right. But he said, "Man, I've never been that fast on the dirt before." <laughs> wow, you know, we all this hard work and everything that we put into this, uh, we get a lot of gratification out of the fact that the fans had a great time. They saw a great show, uh, great racing, and that's what it's all about. Hey, Mike, I I, I just want to go back to uh, just for a moment back to Friday night, and I, I got a question. Those big uh, tractor tires that you have out there around the track, they sort of, like, ate up a few of the late models. Ooh. Yeah, one of them, uh, unfortunately, had an a incident and made contact with them. You know, we're looking at several different options um, as far as down at the bottom of the track. And mm-hmm. East Bay has big tires. Um, we're thinking about adding more tires to keep the guys more cognizant of the fact that the tires are there. We've, we're considering burying smaller tires. Um, we've got a ton of guardrail. We could put up a guardrail. I really didn't want to box off the whole corner, you know, because if someone needs to uh, get out or dive into the infield, if there's a wall there or a guardrail there, then they're definitely going to make contact with something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you've got 300 feet of corner and you're only asking for 9 to 12 feet of it for protection, 
um, as far as the, the surface goes, um, it's a lot better than a wall all the way around the track or a, a guardrail, you know. Um, that was a real unfortunate incident. Um, you know, we moved that particular tire down about four feet after that accident, and immediately in the very next heat race, they were racing through the grass. Yeah, we well, yeah, saw Justin do that. Yeah, Justin show kept yeah. winter. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the, the tires have been there for years. I know when I raced my late model there, we had to deal with those tires. Rich Pratt's hit them tires before and uh, when it was asphalt, and so as many other drivers. And I think you've got to have some kind of deterrent down the bottom, or they're going to try to make the groove down there. They get lower and lower. So, you well, know, if what you, if you what, what ended up happening, they started going through the grass, and they started throwing topsoil and sand up onto the clay, you know, and, and I don't want that. You know, once we start mixing the two of those together, it, it doesn't make for a good surface. Yeah, I noticed in the corner now about midway through the race that it was doing that. I'm sure you could see that as well. Um, is that going to be a problem at the bottom of turn uh, one and two? No, we, uh, we're we dressing it up today. I've actually got a black. I, it's, kind, it's kind of amazing. I've actually got uh, rubber on top of topsoil. They were racing in the when we moved that tire. They started running through the topsoil, and we've actually got black rubber through the topsoil now. We're speaking here on uh, Inside Florida Racing with uh, Mike Peters, owner of Ocala Speedway. Mike, on the day of the uh, of the event, you had a great article that uh, Joe uh, Van Hoos. I hope I didn't mess up his name. Uh, got published. He, he published, or he was the writer of the story on the front page of the Ocala Star Banner, and that had to have helped. What kind of feedback have you gotten, if any, from uh, from the community uh, since uh, the event? Oh, it's been overwhelming. Um, you know, i gotta, I got to give a big thanks to the Star Banner. I don't know if the Speedway's ever, uh, ever graced the top fold of the uh, local newspaper in the fashion that it did. Um, I kind of wish the article would have highlighted a little bit more on why fans needed to come out and watch the racing that we were going to be having now on the dirt versus the way that it was before. Um, it seemed like the article was a little bit about we were destitute, you know, and it kind of had a somber some tone to it. But, you know, any publicity is good publicity, and, and I, couldn't have, I couldn't have bought the publicity that they gave us on the front page. We actually had three articles in that newspaper that day, and, uh, you know, all I can say is thank you for that. It was great. Okay, uh, Mike, give me your best Ocala Speedway. Let me hear you do it. Ocala Speedway, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> you hey, I, needed that edge. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you got Rick's, you got Rick's attention when you came over and, uh, uh Mike came over and, and, and let Rick Angie's know early on in the announcing, when they started doing the announcing that, uh, we don't talk asphalt here. <laughs> <laughs> hey man he's talking about an asphalt race in alabama or something we don't talk about asphalt track yeah he was making reference to oh, jeff choquette up Choquette's, up yeah. in the, the up at the rattler and uh <laughs> that was yeah. funny it, it certainly got his attention anyway how about it gang late model three wide around three and four it was cool it was awesome uh, it was really good man i mean it looks like that the, the dirt was uh definitely the right move and uh isn't it nice to sit back every now and then we actually do something that's the right move yeah i haven't <laughs> had a chance to think about it i'm still out here working this grater and this wobble wheel roller i keep waiting for peanuts to start growing out of this or corn or something as much time as i've been spending on it well <laughs> it, it, keep it up man and uh take care of the track and um you know just let's see what happens. That's all we can do now, right, Mike? Sit back, see yeah, what man. happens. 
That's it. Wait till we bring some uh, spring cars in here. It's going to be off the hook. When's your next uh, big event? Well, open wheel modifieds are this weekend. They're nothing to sneeze at. You know, they've got Ooh. more horsepower than the late models do, and they're on smaller tires. Is that Buzzy Rudiman and all them guys? You know, that makes for quite a show. Um, you know, and then, of course, in a few weeks, we're the first dirt track to put on a pro truck race. we got the trucks coming here. That ought to be something. Well, trucks yeah. on dirt, huh? Yeah. yeah that that like ought to be that, interesting. Uh, I started talking to uh, the last race we had with the Stars guys. They, they really liked the facility and wanted to come back next year. And I said, well, talk to the guys because it might be dirt. And uh, before they left that night, they had already talked to every driver there, and they said, yeah, we'll come do it. We don't want to do it every week, but we'll come put on a show or two. It ought to be something different for the fans, you know. So um, we were instrumental in putting that together. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm real, pr- I call I call Ocala Speed when, I, when I'm out here working. I call her the old girl, and I'm real proud of the old girl. It shows you what she'll do uh, when you put the right event together in the last year. We've made uh, Dick Bergen, Speedway Illustrated Magazine, you know, the, the front page of the local paper. We're in Circle Track Magazine and the May edition. I haven't seen it yet, but I got a couple phone calls in the last day or two about it. Um, Not only that, you've been a hot topic on Inside Florida Racing. Yes. That's right, on Inside Florida Racing. Yes, you have. <laughs> you know, and Micah, we, we so appreciate that you were able to uh, take time out of your busy schedule and join us tonight. And we had so much fun there Friday night and look forward to coming back up and spending another night of racing action up there with you in Ocala. The next thing, when we come there next time, Mike, can we have a table right next to yours? Right next to where? A table right next to yours. A table next to mine. It better have wheels on it so it rolls around. <laughs> I noticed I noticed beside the uh, uh, press tower there that there was a table that said, for the owners on it. And I never saw you there on that. I, never, I didn't even know it was there. Yeah. <laughs> I think somebody came by and just turned that thing around and you never found it. I never knew there was a table up there that said, for the owners. I yeah. From the pre- previous staff. I usually don't hang out in the tower. I go... I used to hang out in turn four in a private little spot just to make sure we were making good calls and everything. And, uh, you know, with bringing Wild Child back on board, I just handed the entire reins over to him. When the cars touch the surface, they belong to him. And it gives me the opportunity to focus a little bit more on the fans, the food. I'm real real particular about the quality of food that's coming out. Um, you know, I'll, I'll pick up a hot dog or hamburger here and there, and if it's not right, I'll, go, I'll, I'll be in such stand letting them know about it. Hey, the hamburger had, was good. You had a good your your Zuber dogs. I highly recommend the, the Zuber dog. Did you guys have a Zuber? I had a Zuber dog. It was awesome. Listen, we had but between all of us that were there, there was probably five of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually had the, what what the chicken, the Zuber dog, a, a, a hamburger. They they put some chili on it for me. They had a walking taco. Peanuts. That was good. Okay. Boiled peanuts. peanuts. And let me tell you, peanuts. they're spicy. If you get the spicy ones, get ready. Yeah. You better buy something to drink. Yeah, we so. Uh, the Zuber dog is the hit. That dog, that hot dog is fantastic. Now, does that come from right down the street there? Mm, it's a secret formula. Is, is Zuber <laughs> the name of the town? Explain that to me. Zuber is where Ocala Speedway is actually located. Right. I saw the sign, and then I put the two yeah. together, the dog and Zuber, and I'm, I'm like, well, that must be. This is the the, the town of Zuber. Yeah, yeah man. Okay. It used to be called Zuber Speedway. Hey, Mike, we got to go. Speaking of Zuber Speedway, we got to go. Um, listen, we had a great time, and uh, we're going to have you back on. We want you to keep uh, uh, keep us abreast of uh, just what's happening at Ocala Speedway. 
Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye, Mike. Take it easy, Mike. Uh, there you go, man. What a great time. Uh, we need to take a break real quick, and uh, we'll Nation be right back. Real Racing USA. This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. Do you need to raise your land and business to new heights? Then you need to call Evergreen Development and Construction. They do it all, from land development, construction, drainage, excavating, site prep, and even environmental projects. No job is too big for Evergreen Development and Construction. Give them a call at 813-478-8847. And don't forget to check out the late model Evergreen Development Construction Race Team. They'll be at a track near you. And remember, just think green. Evergreen Development and Construction. 813-478-8847.
All right, uh, you're back at Inside Florida Racing. Uh, you got Flying Brian in the studio with uh, C.C. Brooks and uh, yours truly, Rob Elting, uh, mm. a.k.a. Bonehead. Jack, he's in here, too, over there uh, working all the buttons. Uh, Brian, what's your deal? What's your deal well, I have today? a deal? What, what's uh, your take on the... Uh, on this whole situation of the races the other night, you were there. Uh, oh man! I, I, well, I'll tell you, it's it's only the uh, you know it's the third dirt track I've been at at Ocala. I've been up at East Bay a couple times, out at New Hendry, and uh, man, it, it was a blast. And the the you know the the stands packed. You know everything's better in a full house. Like you know you go to a comedy show, you go to a concert, you go to the race. It's always better experience when the when the you got a full house. I got something better in a full house. What's <laughs> that? Straight flush. I got Randy Kyle. Randy Kyle. Randy Kyle, welcome, Randy Kyle. welcome to Inside Four. You Florida finally Race. have made it. You've made it on the show. Welcome to the show, Randy. You're in the big time now, Randy. All right. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you, you have arrived, dude. All right. Yep. Let's bring all the folks out here uh, who don't know who Randy Kyle is. Let's bring them up to, you know, current issue of uh, CC. Who is Randy Kyle? Randy Kyle, who are you? Well, uh, well, okay, well, yeah. well, hold on, Randy, hold on. Well, first, let me, let's just start off this. Everybody knows Randy Kyle is my favorite driver. Randy Kyle uh, drives the number 14 Thunder Truck, and uh, he's been doing really good this year, and I thought it was sort of time to uh, introduce everybody to Randy. So, he was a champion last year. Yes, he was. Yeah. And so, Randy, when and how did you get started in racing? Um, I got started. I come up to uh, Charlotte County Speedway watching him one night, and I'm like, well, I think I can do that, and uh, I bought a car, got into it, and uh, here I am today. What year was that? Um, I think that was uh, 04, I believe, 2004. Now, that was your, uh, that was at the Fab Four. Yeah, yeah, that was with the uh, Junkyard Dogs, Bad Dogs, whatever they used to be back then. that's what they called it back then. Yeah, Junkyard Dogs. When I met Randy was when Bobby took over the racetrack. Randy, I remember he showed up, wanted to race, and they were trying to initiate different uh, rules and roll cages on uh, yeah. <laughs> on those. And uh, I, my concern was for Randy's safety. And uh, I was telling him, you know, <laughs> let me tell you what. I'm just going to say this. There's nobody that worked harder on trying to make his car correct so he could go out there and whoop up on him than Randy Kyle. And that's what he proceeded to do. When he got in the car from the beginning of the season, when Bobby took it over last year, was uh, get in that car and show people the real line to drive around the racetrack. <laughs> right. Yeah, we uh, got the roll cage fixed, and uh, we went on to win a championship with that car. And uh, that's when I, that is when I first met you. That is right. Yeah, that's right. That's when I met Randy Kyle was two years ago. And um, ever since then, I, when I go there, if he's racing, he seems to uh, win and Something that I've noticed about you, Randy, and it's a quality that's that, that is uh, among quite a few of the drivers out there. Is, uh, Randy likes to help other people. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always my deal. I always like to help people if I could, and I always appreciated the people that helped me. But Randy uh, helps these guys when they get in wrecks, trying to get those front wheel drive cars back out there. And uh, I guess you get a little satisfaction out of that, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I try to help a lot of guys with the uh, you know with the four cylinder cars or whatever cars they got. Uh, trying to get people into the sport, trying to get more people to come up there, more competition, you know, equals more fans, this, that, and the other. So, uh, you know, just trying to have some fun. I mean, it makes me happy to see it work on somebody's car, see it, you know, go to win or whatever. Now, when did you make the transition from being in the Fab Fours, uh, running the four-cylinders, up to the Thunder Trucks? 
Uh, I did that, I believe, uh, a little over a year ago. And I've uh, been as under truck since, you know, and uh, might be looking into getting into something else. We're uh, got a few things we're working on with a few different people. And you going sprint uh, racing? No, I wish I wish, but uh, that thunder trucks, man. Let me tell you, they started out with a hoopla of trucks, a bunch of them out there, and uh, uh, man, last year, two thousand seven, oh six and oh seven was rough on them trucks, wasn't it? Yeah, it's uh, rough. There's a few guys that's uh, working on them. A few guys, you know, got you know their stuff totaled out or whatever. And uh, uh, there's a few guys trying to come back out. I'm trying to keep the class. Uh, you know, I like trucks. I mean, it's fun. As long as Jeff Thurman ain't out there, it's fun. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Jeff, that may, that's great when he's out there. I, I really like to watch you guys run them trucks. I always thought that was a great class, and and uh, it still is. Guys, uh, these trucks, they they work on them, and they turn them into, they're not just a regular little pickup, man. They're a race truck. But here's one of the yeah. problems right now, and, and Randy knows this, that Randy gets on the track with the rest of the guys, and it sort of turns into... There's Randy, and everybody's just trying to catch to catch oh, up. Oh, it it sucks being that guy, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the and guy I, that wins all the you time. Know, and, I, and I think that uh, Randy and I were talking, and it's uh, sort of like one of the reason why, um, isn't it, Randy? That you're sort of like think, looking at maybe going up to another class. It's cha- it's challenge. <laughs> you know what happened to the last guy that was winning those truck races all the time, don't you? <laughs> Ah, uh, that's another thing too. You better be tough if you're going to run them trucks and run your mouth at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> they, uh, them, them boys are pretty rough out there. It's a whole different ball game when I switched from four cylinder to the V8 trucks, and it's uh, you know, there's a couple of them out there that likes to uh, you know, put the chrome bumper or whatever to you, and uh, I don't know, it's fun. Every week, I you know, I go out looking. Uh, hopefully, I can get any all the trucks that used to run at DeSoto or wherever to. To come down there and race with no, 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 no. our truck. N- no, no, Randy, you're approaching this the wrong way, dude. I if know. you the way you need to approach this is you go out, don't go to the track on Saturday night. There's a lot of bars around Pontagorda and Port Charlotte. <laughs> you, that's where you're gonna find the drivers for these trucks, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I uh I uh, I got another truck myself that I'm I'm working on a little bit, but uh, I might try to go to a different class. I mean I still run the truck but uh like to try something different maybe go a little bit faster and uh and that's what you need to do randy that's we've talked about that before you only spend so much time um in those and you work hard you have to work just as hard as you work to get each one of those racing vehicles you need to work at getting a modified you'd be good in a modified and that would help that class out right yeah i don't know uh, you know what it costs to run one of them but uh yeah i'm looking i'm talking to a few different people that uh you know like engine builder and a couple other things about yeah you, know, you go into a different class and you know seeing what I can do there. Well, you know what was interesting, uh, Randy. Saturday night was uh, when you let Cody take your truck out for the heat race. <laughs> and, right. and 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 Cody Cody I think made Randy proud because oh, he's got uh, that he, new driving he, suit. He ran he ran that truck and and won and took that trophy home for his dad and um, oh yeah it looked only, like he'd been in that truck a hundred yeah, times before. The only, di- the only difference was is Cody doesn't have his right hand up and uh, he drives with both hands unlike Randy. Randy, you know I used to drive my street stock like that when I raced at Sunshine, man. That I, I put it on the roll bar, the crossbar that was right there. You know, where a lot of guys put their switches right there. I used to ride with it right there, and they used to ask me about it, why I did it. And I said, well, for support, because my upper body's too heavy. 
that's what I uh, that's what I used to do. I got started using it to hold me in the seat, you know, so much, and I was then I just got used to driving it like that. And uh, I hit the wall uh, two or three races ago, and uh, I don't know, it just scared me. I thought about putting two hands on the steering wheel at that point, but I never did. Yeah, well, you can jerk your shoulder out of joint reaching up like in the air like that and hit something because right. you don't have any support. Yeah. But um, yes, Randy, you are going to have to learn to drive two-handed. Um, yeah. And the next vehicle that you get in, uh, uh, you know, there's just nowhere to grab other than right. the steering wheel. <laughs> right. Uh, my one buddy said that because my steering wheel is too big and my hands like try to cross over this, that, and the other. But yeah, I'm it going could to, be. Uh, my buddy's going to let me drive a super stock, and uh, I'm going to see. You know, I'm not going to drive it. You know, in a race, but he's going to give me some practice time in it, this, that, and the other, and uh, you know. See what I can't do, and like I said, I'd like to uh, move up, and I'm trying to work with a few different guys right now to uh, maybe get another car going. And, uh, I could give you a number of a few of them cars out there, car numbers, uh, that you need to go approach those guys and say, hey, why don't you let me drive this tonight? You can have all the money at the pay window. Just let me drive this tonight, and uh, get, let me get you a trophy. Right. You go tell a couple of them guys that, and then because uh, what you can help them do is get their car set up. That's a lot of problem that a lot of those guys have is they don't have – the knowledge to really get their car set up right. And without somebody helping them do that, um, you could get yourself a free ride oh. for a little while and help someone out. Randy definitely right. knows how to get the car set up. I mean, the yeah. old old 21 car he sold off to Danny Daniels, and he won the first couple, three races he was ever out in that car mm-hmm. with. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it, it comes from doing a lot of laps out there and making changes and, and paying attention to what your car's doing. Do you realize, guys, that, I mean, Randy knows this, but I'm telling you guys that people go to the racetrack sometimes and they take that same car to the racetrack week after week after week. I don't care if it didn't run right the week before. They sometimes don't even do nothing to it. And they bring it out to the racetrack and take it out there and try to race it. And, and that's that's not how you go faster. <laughs> that's how a, uh, a lot of them guys do that. They'll uh, take it home. And I think a couple of the guys look at their truck or their car and say, well, we're going to run faster. Next, <laughs> they don't do a thing to it. I'm, exactly. Come on. They can't talk to it, and it's going to run faster. Or they'll wash it and think it's going to run better. It missed last <laughs> week. Maybe it won't this week. Uh, Randy, uh, you know, uh, it's great talking to you. You know, I think that uh, I think you'll probably be a champion again this year. Are you trying to run a championship again this year, or are you going to try to lay low? Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. It's a pretty long season this year, but I'll try. I mean, I'm. They all are. Yeah, especially this one. It's going to be a little long. But, yeah, I think I might try to run a championship in the trucks again this year. But definitely, in the meanwhile, I'm going to try to be building on something else, maybe focusing a little bit. Would you drive one of those wingless sprint cars if somebody asked you to? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I pretty much drive anything. I mean, I you know, uh, uh, I want to go faster. I mean, I go fast in the truck, uh, you know, but uh, trucks, it's not not getting old, but... uh, like I said, there's not a whole lot of trucks out there. I'd like to get more out there to get more competition. You know, wait a minute. He just said something. He said, he said uh, going fast, right? You hear this mm-hmm. all the time, right? Guys want to go fast? Right. Randy, did, did you ever go down to, like, say, a Mockley drag strip? No, I never uh, went to a Mockley drag strip, but I've got enough tickets to, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I drive fast all the time. Oh, <laughs> I see. Okay. All right. But, uh, that's basically... Uh, I used to I started out demolition derby and back uh, quite a few years ago. And you're still doing it, but you're driving in circles. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's what I thought I was doing when I first got into the class. I mean, they were really they will they guys will. I mean, I'm sure it's like that in every class, but them guys out there they will, they don't hold nothing back. Then a couple of them's crazy. Well, it's because the trucks are so heavy. That's why you feel it so much. You know, right. you don't feel much with a 
you know, a little four-cylinder, 2,900-pound car, but you get a 6,000-pound truck rubbing up against you or running into you when you're at a stop or, you know, even worse, you get in a wreck with a guy and then all of a sudden he freaks out and starts doing donuts and running, yeah. ramming your truck. I mean, the fans love that kind of stuff, though. Is there something it's about true. velocity times mass or something? Right. I'll just never forget that. I'll never forget that sitting inside that pace truck and watching that guy in that number three truck just ramming the uh, crap yeah, out of that guy's. And the poor guy that he's ramming, he don't even know how to drive. He already told everybody, I don't even know how to drive. I'm just out here learning. Yeah. <laughs> well, that crazy one, he's back. So, I mean, I've uh, he's trying to get faster. And uh, like Bonehead said there a minute ago, a lot of guys take their truck home and say, oh, we're going to be faster next week and don't do nothing to it. But I take it out and, uh, you know, try to do this, try to do that, try to get it to go fast. And, uh, you know, then I put a new engine in from Jack at Jam Racing Engine. He put me a new engine in. And, uh, I mean, I try to work on that thing all the time. And these other guys, they, I mean, they're always complaining, oh, it's his engine, oh, it's his engine. But if you look at my times going through the corners, and their times going through the corners, I'm, I'm beating them, you know, basically through the corners. I mean, uh, guess where Bonehead's motor's at? I am. Guess where Bonehead motors, Bonehead's motor's at? That was in his late Where's model. That? It's at Jack's Jam Racing. Jack Jam Racing engine. So good or bad, I'm going to do some advertising for him. Yeah. You better hope that thing comes out running really well, good. That's the thing. I think that when I think when some of the when the drivers complain. It's a simple fact. You can go to Jack and buy an engine, too. You can go and get your engine worked on there, too. Don't complain that somebody else is taking the initiative. Did you hear Randy? Did you hear what he said? No. They can buy his? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd do the same thing. You can buy mine. You can buy my motor if it runs that good. You like the way it sounds? I'll just build another one. Right. I mean, that's, uh, you know, a lot of the guys, oh, you got this. You got this Jack at Jam Race, and he's, you know, worked a pretty good deal with me on the engine. I mean, he's, you know, a good guy. This, that, and the other, but uh, I mean, everybody. I mean, you got to put a motor in your truck. You know, why put junk in it? Why not go get something that you know we're out here to do? We're out here to race. I'm out here to beat you. You know, I mean, uh, a couple of the guys, you know, put their own motors together. Well, maybe that's why they run in the back. Maybe mm-hmm. it's I don't know. I hear complaining all the time. Well, there's nothing like not having the worry of the motor. You know, I, I went right. through that earlier. You know, you, your motor runs crappy, crappy, crappy all the time. When you get that out of the way and every time you go, your motor runs good, then you can concentrate on other things. Right. Randy, we got to go. We hate to okay. cut you off, but it's getting to the top of the hour. we got more stuff coming next hour. Make sure you keep listening and uh, uh, really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us tonight. I appreciate y'all talking to you, Jack, at Real Racing. I appreciate you sponsoring the trucks. Uh DC, I appreciate it. Bonehead, I'll see you up there uh, next time you're out, buddy. All right, man. All right, y'all have a good night. Bye, Randy. Have a great week. Bye. All right, there you have it, Randy Kyle, uh, Thunder Truck uh, Racer there yeah, in Charlotte County Speedway. And for this... you folks that have never seen a Thunder Truck race, because yeah, uh, uh, some of you folks out there have never been to Charlotte County, uh, these are full-size trucks that they uh, they lower them and put racing shocks on them and uh, racing motor and uh, um and now this Saturday, the, uh, the Thunder Trucks are running in the Hatfield McCoy. So it will be the trucks against... Uh, the Outlaw Street Stocks. Uh, Is that what they do? It's either the Outlaw Street Stocks or uh, Road Warriors this week, and I can't remember well, for sure. I don't, I'm not sure this McCoy. weekend. It was the Outlaw Street Stocks, Stocks one time, time but yeah. I, I, yeah. But uh, that's always an interesting race to see, you know. They ought to get those Thunder better. Trucks running figure eights. Oh, I would love to see that. That would be something. Those guys would do it. That's what you need is a bunch of crazy yeah. guys with somebody's bound to get hurt. But hey, well, racing, you know, I mean, y- you could get hurt. You never know. It's, it's, it's all part of racing. Yeah. Hey, you know, um, 
Rob, I gave you on Friday night that nice inside Florida racing shirt. That nice yes. polo shirt. Yes, and I didn't uh, wear it tonight. Was I supposed no, to? No, 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 no. But um, you know, we all got one. And, yes. Where did um, they come from? They came from Fancy Work Embroidery. That's FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. They are located in Arcadia, and they do a lot of work uh, for racing teams. They mm -hmm. make the the racing suits. They do the uh, crew shirts. They made really nice polo shirt, staff shirts for us. And actually, they do more than that. They're now getting into uh, doing the uh, making T-shirts and um, hat. They can do hats for your team. Yeah, multicolor um, uh, logos uh, done oh, in embroidery. Yeah, uh, they really look nice, our new logo yep. that we had on our shirt. And, and also everything from bumper stickers to whatever kind of... Uh, Advertising that Advertising you're thing that you need. You want some little, you know, stress balls with your logo on it. They can really meet all your needs. And that's uh, FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. You can call them at 863-990-0064 and talk to Casey. And uh, we thank them very much for working with us and helping us get our shirts together. And yeah, we'll probably we be doing more with them. And, they, the man, they fit so nice. We were nice and comfortable, comfortable out there. Yes. And then actually, Casey was out at Charlotte County Motorsports yeah, Park Saturday, so we got mm -hmm. to see her and the, the kids and everything out there. And that was pretty cool, too. Well, that Actually, sounds great. Uh, we'll have to talk to her about maybe putting her name on the side of the uh, number 27 late model. Well, you know, Maybe get some embroidery, that. more embroidery done on the flaming suit. <laughs> this week... This week, uh, coming up uh, Saturday, Saturday, March Saturday, 8th. Saturday, 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 yes. Auburndale yep. Speedway. Mm -hmm. It's finally that time for the very first 2008, the first race of 2008, uh, Brown uh, Motorsports Summer Spectacular. And uh, Dave is more than excited about it. This guy is like... He's, he's uh, just totally over the top with excitement about this. I want to hear him cut a promo. He better be excited. Okay, Dave, let's hear it, man. They're ready for you to cut a promo. Hit it, Dave. It's another Saturday night. Oh, Jesus. For Brown Motorsports, Summer Spectacular, event for one. He must have spent that money on racing. <laughs> oh, welcome to the anyway, show. No, we're real excited. We just can't wait. It's been like I heard earlier, it's been a long off season. Man, it is time to go racing. But uh, just first things first, I tell you, we, we can't do any of this, obviously, without our sponsors. And it just, uh, tonight in conjunction with, with Carnac.com and Inside Florida Racing, uh, it's my pleasure to welcome Jefferson Irwin Racing to the Brown Motorsports family. All right. Oh, well, all right. right. Where's the applause uh, punch at there, Jack? You're supposed to have that ready. I'm telling you, that, that was... Uh... That one, what, we weren't we weren't ready for that. He was still looking for it for after that. Uh, that is this Jefferson on the phone with us? Is it Wayne? Yeah. <laughs> man, Rocket Man just slips in there. I thought maybe Brown had him in his back pocket or something. <laughs> My goodness. Hey there, Wayne. It was a sneak attack. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, you guys are spreading out. Uh, how's business? Oh, good, good. I was just going to crack on you about your singing that you were doing there. That's all. On me? <laughs> no, that was Brown. That was brownie. Oh, that was. <laughs> Listen, Jefferson. <laughs> Sorry, you're not going to hear me sing very often. That's why it sounded odd. But uh, David did a good job there. So uh, let's hear uh, what's going on this weekend. Talk to us about it. One or the other of you. I don't care which one. Good, David. Okay, thanks, buddy. Yeah, it's obviously this is where we are featuring the mini stock class out at Auburndale Speedway this weekend. And. 
It's uh, the first of an eight-race series. It's going to take place over eight months, and we will crown our own champion. And I'm proud to say that uh, uh, Jefferson Irwin Racing will be doing the August 16th race with us. Uh, they're going to be bringing out cars and fans and friends and, and having a great event. And so what we're going to be doing is promoting through our first sponsor, which is Daryl Darman at Continental Construction and Management. They're going to be putting on a, uh, a race for, we'll, we'll fill the field of 26, will be the A-Main, and it's a double purse payout. So these guys have got some money they're going to be running for this first race. Wow. Okay. Like it's going to be a good thing. So, uh, Jefferson, uh, are you racing that night? Well, uh, I'm not sure at this particular moment, but we're, we're going to be there on our night that we're sponsoring. Obviously, doing all of that, but we're going to uh, we're going to be trying to make some trips over there to Auburndale and then support this whole deal. And I told David there before we're going to try to come on some some of the nights that he's doing his shows and kind of still interact with what's going on with him. We just want to kind of you know interact with him and basically just help the whole. The whole stock car racing, you know, organization and family. I mean, it's just you know, try to get to promote this stuff and make it a little bit bigger. And I just, you know, I want to be involved and help do that. I, I've been in it a lot of years, and as you know, in racing and stuff. And I mean, it's just time to, you know, there's another generation of people that are going to come into the sport, and we need to start teaching them and learning them about how, how you know, how it works and and how you know it is a good family sport. And you know, it's getting expensive, but we'll you know try to do the best we can, get them out there and get some sponsors. Can you tell that me and Jefferson are family men now? <laughs> Every time we talk, we both talk like dads now. <laughs> hey, uh, Dave, I got to tell you, Wayne, uh, Wayne, and uh, and his buddy uh, Sean Mc McLaughlin, uh, they were the class of the open wheel modified field at uh, Charlotte County this past week and uh, weekend Saturday night. They put on one heck of a show, really did. Uh, Oh, it's easy. I mean, oh, it was, yes, yes. It was, it was, that it was, was a great show, Wayne. Um, how did how did you feel um, about the race with you know how, and how things went Saturday night? Well, you know, actually, I wasn't. I didn't feel all that great about it. I mean, you know, I don't like to be beat, but <laughs> it, you know, I mean, and it, and it was a situation where you know Sean's been running there. He's been running good, and you know, usually we're we're generally good, but you know, we uh, I don't know for some reason we just was off a little bit that night and. Uh, and I, I, I mean, I could have ran them around a little bit there and probably still been able to pull out the win and, and, and you know. But I, I just couldn't, you know, I was like, <laughs> on and, you know, I wasn't going to do that to him, you know. And, and I gave him the lane, you know, I pointed him to the outside. I gave him the lane. I wasn't going to put him out there and then and then run him ragged, you know. So he was able to go out there and make his far work and, and make it happen. And I ran him hard as I could. I didn't give it to him, you know, but I, I wasn't going to get into him or anything. So, you know, eventually he was able to... uh clear me and move on so we you know i was able to stay with him and then and, and realize i might have a shot getting it back but uh you just never really made a mistake that i could capitalize on what yeah, lap you... was that 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 happened was that uh, at the end of the race no it was about halfway or so about halfway by the time yeah he, he got but wayne stayed right on it you stayed right on his bumper the whole time i was down yeah, in turn two i, I mean a couple opportunities to get back in there but i just i really couldn't do nothing with it well what my point was is i think that uh i've noticed there at that track it seems like that Sometimes as the race rolls on a little bit, sometimes it seems like that outside line comes around and, and, and they're able to get a better bite than when you're trying to get off low. Well, it just depends on if the person on the bottom wants to allow that to happen. Well, yeah, well, you're supposed to. I mean, you're supposed to race clean. So, And yeah. uh, I'll say that, you know, the last few races I've been to uh, 
Charlotte and watched. Uh, I've seen some pretty good racing out there, you know. Uh, that late model race that went on out there with, uh, you know, the Fox and the other guy there, that was a little crazy. But um, let's talk more about this Auburndale deal. That, that'll work good for me. Let's hear it, man. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm wanting some more input from somebody that's fired up about it. Yeah, well, I tell you, it's... Uh... I've got my wife, Debbie, is on the line, and my daughter, Lauren. It is truly a family affair. Let's it, hear from them. This attested that this track we, we really promote to our kids. And uh, I don't know, so you see, maybe you want to ask Lauren about uh, what's her involvement with, uh, with the kids and what we're doing through Brown Motorsports. Okay, well, um, is, Lauren, are you on? Yes. Hey, Lauren, how are you doing? Good. Well, can you share with us what you're doing out there um, at the racetrack and what's going on with the kids? Well, me and Lindsay um, give out ice creams and gift bags for um, some of the kids. And so do, do you do that, like, every race night? Yeah. And um, what's the reaction that you're getting from the kids? Are the kids really happy and excited that they're getting these special treats from you? Yeah. And are there a lot of kids out there? Yeah. Who's your favorite race car driver? I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of cars you oh, like to see racing? Jefferson, dear. Uh, Jefferson. Wayne Jefferson, yeah. Bonehead racing. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, kind of cl- what kind of racing do you like, honey? caught her off guard well you know do you like being out at the track and doing this and and working with the kids and giving them the ice cream and the gift bags yes i do you got to keep uh wayne jefferson away from the ice cream though i was just gonna say that you know you were right on top of he (laughs) he really likes ice cream i was just gonna say when when i get there they'll be passing me the ice cream (laughs) now we got that that taken care of Let's hear from the wife. What's she got to say? She's kind of involved with what goes on in the intermission. It's like I always told Jack, it says, Brown Motorsport, we don't put on races. We put on events. So you've got to keep everybody entertained. So, Deb, you want to kind of? Well, sure, honey. Let me get my script that you gave me. I can't quite read it from where it's all wrinkled. (laughs) From nerves, let me tell you. Well, this, uh. This coming Saturday night, we are very excited about it. We've got uh, the uh, Central Florida Hobbies Orlando, the No Limit RC Monster Trucks coming out. Oh, yeah. Those ought to be interesting. Oh, yeah. Monster yes, RC Monster Trucks. Uh, they- Do they smash other RC cars? Pardon me? Do they smash the RC cars with the RC trucks? I certainly hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm always thinking the worst things. What else? Uh, well, we will be giving away some uh, a set of bicycles, one for a boy and one for a girl. Now, what do they have to do to get the bikes? They get, um, when the kids come in, Lindsay's Little Racers, they give them a, a ticket, and then we pull tickets at intermission. All right. And two lucky winners are going to win. One boy, one girl is going to win a bike. Absolutely. Nothing like going home with a bike from the races. Right, and then hopefully at the end of the season we will have a bicycle race. That's right. The winners. There you go. That would be cool. Yeah. Well, I like it. I, I love how you, you're so active with the kids out at the track. Well, like David said, there are so many kids out there, and it's important to keep them coming back because, of course, they're families. 
Mm-hmm. And um, we want the families out there so we keep the kids busy and keep them happy. Yeah, I told Cece at any given time, at any uh, race, there's a football game going on with the kids below. Always, always. Yeah. yeah. It's always been that way. Yeah. You so you got to have a place for them. And, uh, you know, it keeps them occupied because kids are like anything else. We loved racing, but, you know, in between the races, you got to keep them so occupied. That's why we've been pointing out to people. At, uh, I mean, you guys have, have got me thinking, so now we're talking to people. Um, I've talked to a couple of the tracks already about, like, it's great you got the kids, but we need to have something to uh, keep the kids. Yeah, you got to have them occupied, and uh, that makes it easier for the for the family. The whole family to come. Yeah, because in order to stay focused the whole night on the race, the kids normally yeah, don't do that. That ain't going to happen. And uh, so if there's something else for them to do that's safe on premises, um, you can just kind of turn them loose, <laughs> for lack of a better term. <laughs> <laughs> well, Auburndale is really good about that, too. During the intermissions, occasionally they'll have the, the cars and the drivers come up uh, at straight away, and the kids can go out, talk to the drivers get autographs. So it's just it's such a nice program for the family. And you know the kids really love doing that. They, they like do. getting to go up there and get close to the cars and touch them and look in them and get to talk to the race tra- car drivers. Yes, That's something special for them. There, they put out programs um Auburndale Speedway puts out programs and they have an autograph page so the kids can go out and get their autographs also. Hmm. That's nice. And, you know, the stuff you just can't say enough about what Julius uh, Bruce and, and his daughter, Lindsay, though, th- what they're doing is tremendous. It really it is. is. Well, I will tell you, Jack, um, just kind of an update on Lindsay's little racers. Since uh, you folks were kind enough to have Lindsay and, and, and her dad, Julius, on, uh, I would like to announce that they have grown from literally in 30 days, mind you, just a handful of supporters that once they became on your show and you guys supported them and let everybody know about them, they are now at 18 sponsors are now participating with Lindsay's Little Racers. Great. That's wonderful. So we're happy to have had something to do with it. You know, uh, it's nice to report about good things. You know, we we report about so many goofy and bad things that it's nice to have good, happy things for upcomers. But. And I think we're coming up there, and we're going to do some stuff with Lindsay. Well, you what? are. You guys yeah. are actually sponsoring the May 10th race. Is Karnak Real Racing Night inside Florida Racing is going to be there. I, hopefully, all of you guys are coming. I, yeah, I we told, will. I told Dave this afternoon that you had already co-opted the the green flag <laughs> deal. I mean, I I told him we we you know you yeah were the, we bring our own flagman, <laughs> our fl- flag person. Excuse me, we come with a flag person. Yeah, no, I'm and really and built-in built-in she, microphone holders. She had some practice this weekend, but uh, also, Dave, I, I talked to. Uh, we, just so you know, uh, uh, we did work out those issues. I will be at uh, Auburndale Speedway. I will be there this weekend. And, oh, that's awesome! Uh, I'm, 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 I'm bringing along with me uh, a Bill Green from the uh, Tampa Tribune. He also works with us, on, of course, on Real Racing USA. But he is also the uh, motorsports writer for the Tampa Tribune. And he thought it was um, just a great thing that you're doing there. And so he's going to come along, and maybe he can uh, get some publicity out that way as well. Oh, that is just excellent, gang. And, and like I say, a couple other things we got going on besides the RC monster trucks, bicycle giveaways. I've got the local high school sending out from their BDTV, Winter Haven High School. They're going to be filming a, a, a promo commercial for Brown Motorsports. So you never know who's going to wind up on television. And then it's going to be broadcast on the uh, Race Week's 
uh, sports show with Steve Cavari out of Orlando. See, Wayne, you're gonna we're gonna make you a movie star, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so much going on, gang, and like I said, we're just real excited to be doing this. The series is going to actually crown its own champion. Not not only will the track have their mini stock champion for running the whole series for the for Auburndale, but Brown Motorsports will have its own champion as well. Okay, rattle me off some drivers. Let me hear some drivers. Well, right now the drivers that that obviously are going to be contending for this are, are Donnie and Jared Guy. And our past uh, winner of their opening event that looks like he's going to be hard to beat is the number five Davidson Mobile. He looked like the guy to beat this year. Oh, yeah. What's David what? His last, I, I'm, his I, last name's Davidson. Gave me, but his last name is Davidson. Oh, I got you. Okay. And, uh, but Any other favorites? Come on, give us some of your favorites. He can't have favorites. I can't. That's not allowed. For everybody. Let me hear who's some of her favorites then. <laughs> they've all got they've all got the brown logo on their car, so I got to root for all of them. There you go, there you go. And I'm sure as this thing goes along, what? How did you when you did this before? You've done this before, Dave. Did it did did it take a minute for the excitement to catch on? I mean, it's, it's something that grows a little bit, like a snowball going downhill, right? That's exactly what's happened. I mean. Um, we started this thing a couple years ago, as you're aware, Jack, because you've been with us from the beginning up at North Florida Speedway. And it was almost like, yeah, sure, they're, they're really going to put on a special event for us. And then once they saw what we were doing different, I mean, we give out the large checks, uh, the, you know, like the golf size, oversized checks we present to the winners. Those are hard to cash. And, and, and with the cash. Plus, we have uh, special the checkered flags that they win under when they take the checkered flag. They get to keep it. Their That's cool. Brown Motorsports flag we have made. Well, they get to keep the flag. Hold on just a second, That's David. Nice. Uh oh. mean, we give them that big check and we give them cash too. Oh, sure. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> I didn't realize that. That's why the books are looking kind of funny. Exactly. <laughs> Well, it sounds like a great time that's going to be had, and it's this Saturday, right? This Saturday, March 8th, gates open at 4, and, and what I will say, too, something different they do. Typically, they would run their heat races based on points, but what, what they're allowing us to do at Auburndale Speedway is you will qualify. Points don't matter. You qualify to run the race. Then they run straight up, or what? How are they doing that? And then, well, that's right. You will qualify for your position for the first twenty-two spots. And if say we have more than than uh, uh, twenty-two cars, there will be a B feature that those will run to fill the final four spots. All right. And All right. So at Jefferson Irwin uh, Racing, are they going to? Uh, Throw in some extra dough somewhere in this race, uh, there, Jefferson. Oh, uh, yes, that's what probably what we'll be doing on uh, the night that we sponsor the yep. whole. They're going to they're going to be the sponsors for August sixteenth. Okay. Race. And Wayne, Wayne, I know uh, uh, you guys uh, started a few months back. How's things going? And, and and tell us just a bit about the business. Yeah, things are going pretty good. Um, you know, with uh, not the best time in life, I guess, to be you know trying to get started in a business, but. Um, it's uh, it's not doing too bad so far, so good, and uh, we've gotten a, you know since the race course race season started, we're starting to pick up a little bit more. So um, we've gotten a few motors out there, and everybody's been running good, and the uh, majority of them actually 
won a race uh, so far with uh, something we've given them. So everything's looking, you know, real good so far as far as keeping the reputation good and just, you know, trying to treat the customer right and, and keep the prices fair, you know. So that's why we want to get over to Auburndale. We haven't had a chance to get over there and, and, and uh, kind of show that we're around. And uh, we know a lot of guys over there. Joey, my partner, he knows some guys over there. He used to race over there a lot and stuff in many stocks. So we're going to, uh, you know, maybe pop in, uh, surprisingly, one of the nights there in Brown Motorsports. We're definitely going to try to get out on the Karnak night, though. So we're just uh, trying to get our name out and uh, expand our business as best we can. So, you, so you know, you're doing, you're doing sell, uh, building motors. You sell yeah. parts, right? Yeah, sell race parts. We sell gas, and uh, and we we do all kinds of uh, machine work. Any kind, any type of machine work on anything. You know, if it's a you know motorcycle engine, little block or cylinder, you know, for outboard motors or something. But you know, generally it's automotive. You know, small block Chevy, big block Chevy type stuff. So um, we do automotive. You know, for automotive shops and things like that. And then we're just trying to promote the racing engines. You know, through the racing, obviously. And, and uh, that's the majority of our business right now, so that's what we're kind of looking to lean lean towards. How many races have you have, have you won in your career, Wayne? Uh, I don't really know. To be he honest. couldn't count those. He's won yeah. a lot. No, I mean, I mean, maybe over a hundred. We talked about not not long ago. So you have a garage full of trophies. Yeah, I mean, I've thrown them away to be honest. But he's <laughs> given them to the kids. And... Jeez. Uh, yeah, man. That's that. Listen, Wayne's won a lot of races. You no know. Doubt. He, He's definitely got some uh, great experience in racing a multitude of different cars and won in everything that he's ever driven. Uh, unlike the guy that's talking to you right now, he well, can't seem to. Well, Wayne, Wayne, as I as I told Dave, I told Dave the other day, you're one of those guys who who do a whole lot. Uh, you, you do. I mean, you've won a lot of races uh, with not necessarily the most expensive equipment or the biggest sponsorship and all that sort of stuff. You don't necessarily come with the biggest trailer, and you've done very well of that, and you should be proud of that, no doubt about it. And, and we always are. You know, we have been. I mean, it's just a lot of times that's been the fault uh, of not being able to get a good sponsor or a good situation to get in is because, you know, you are running good and guys are looking to, you know, gauge from you rather than somebody looking to get involved with you, you know. So, you know, sometimes it's been an issue that way. But, I mean, you know, like you said, I'm just happy to be able to be a part of such a family-oriented sport. You know, even when I wasn't really a family-oriented person, it still was always that way. And the reason I ever went to watch was because, you know, I went out there as a family. So, you know, I just now I want to give back to it. And, you know, that's just, uh, hopefully that's how we can do a good job doing that. All right. Well, uh, it was great talking to both of you guys. I look forward to uh, you guys having a big race this weekend. Uh, and Debbie March and 8th. Lauren, too. Debbie and Lauren, appreciate you guys coming on with us. Uh, March 8th, Saturday. It starts at what time? 4 o'clock, you said the uh, gates open? It's open at 4. Uh, qualifying starts at 6. All right. And uh, get ready for a big old mini stock race. Oh, it's going to be an awesome night. And real quick, if I can, guys, because I do have, thanks to you guys, we do have people wanting to find out and get a hold of Brown Motorsports. So I've got Alan Fortier of Fortier Enterprises is doing my web design work. We've got a brand-new site going to be up probably within the week, brownmotorsportsllc.com. And uh, uh, all, the, all the participants and sponsors with Brown Motorsports are going to have their own complete page with web hookups, the link between uh, their website and ours, and, uh, we're here to promote you guys for supporting us, so thank you so much. Well, it sounds great, and uh, we appreciate your time that you guys have given us today. And uh, 
I hope everything works out good for the race this weekend and that you have good weather and that the Lord rains down with safe racing and uh, that all the kids have fun. Thanks, guys. Thank God bless. you very much. Thank you. We'll Bye, see everyone. you. Take it easy there, Jefferson. What's that? I said take it easy, brother. Hey, I appreciate it, and I'm uh, proud to be associated with the Brown Motorsports Organization, and uh, hopefully we can all just throw this thing together. Thanks, Wayne. Sounds all great. Right, Wayne. All right, Wayne. Keep it in a low groove, dude. We'll see you. All right, man. Take it easy. Okay, now uh, hey, that sounds good. If you're not doing anything this weekend and you're in uh, Auburndale area, even if even you are if doing you are something good. and just stop doing that, just travel go. on over. Just, that's right. Check it's, it out. It is worth the drive. To, you know, you, you might think, oh, it's going to take several hours to get there, but it always ends up to be worth it. Now, coming up. We still have this driver, the Pandora yes. Jeweler Driver of have, the Month to announce. We have that. We have the Have you guys winner. decided yet? I we'll mean, let no, you know. No. I mean, I'm telling you, we had, we had. I mean, we just threw out the names. I mean, Billy Moyer, Curtis Newman, jo- Jeff Choquette, Randy Kyle, Randy Kyle, <laughs> Jimmy Blewett. Uh, the, the 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 Jimmy. What's not, his last name? He did not blow it. Uh, the, the, <laughs> he just might get it for having the name. <laughs> Logan Ruffin. I mean, Dave Steele, Shane Williams. Um, well, you guys. How gotta, many wins did Dave Steele have this month? He had two. At that I know of, he had two in the TBRAs. He had two wins, right. and he came in second once, and he had something go amiss once. I wonder if he'd put this plaque right up in front of all the other magnitude of trophies that he's got. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but we're going to go to break, and we'll be back with uh, what do we have? We have uh, well, we have Jeff Van Dusen, the oh, yes. winner for the checkered flag sprint series. Yeah, sprint car racer. We got uh, Rick Angus. Rick Angus. <laughs> <laughs> you learned quick, Rob. And Rob Kohler from Henry County will be back. Inside Florida Racing. ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to Five Star Race Car Bodies. Five Star Race Car Bodies designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, Five Star has one driving passion, to help you win. Five Star Race Bodies designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA, Short Track Asphalt, Short Track Dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today. FiveStarBodies.com Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. They say those who can't play coach. Apparently those who can't coach sit 30 rows back, shirtless, shouting obscenities. Oh, that's right, mother- Thanks to you, our team is armed with game-winning tips like catch the ball and throw it. Shout it out loud. You stink. That sucks. What a bunch of losers. Not just catcalls, but subtle psychological ploys to prod your team to victory. Reverse psychology. So here's to you, old sultan of shouting, because while there may be no I in team, thanks to you, there's always an F and a U. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. 
Power Master is your ASA series sponsor for the XS Power batteries. Power Master is pleased to announce the introduction of the XS Power series of batteries, XX Power batteries for racing applications, and batteries for your car audio applications. 12 volt batteries for street machines, street rods, off road vehicles, and even motorcycles. XS Power batteries means 30% more power and no battery spilling. Power Master also carries your starters and alternators. Visit us on the web at www.powermastermotorsports.com. It's Rob Elting with uh, Inside Florida Racing with Carnac.com with Terry Casey, winner of the uh, Thursday night race. $10,000, uh, that's a pretty good check for 40 laps. That's a beautiful check. Long overdue, too. You're going to be here the rest of the week. You're going for the big win tomorrow and Saturday, too, as well. I'm here all week, baby. <laughs> How many times have you tried to actually win this here? It's been uh, probably the last four years I think I've been coming here. Well, you couldn't do it in more of a dominant fashion than what you did tonight. How's it feel to finish and lead every lap of the 40th? started in your race. All right. All right, it's Rob and CC. We're standing here at Ocala on the 29th. Uh, Ken Kenny's big race here and Mike Peter's big day. And uh, I'm standing here with Rich Pratt, somebody I used to race with in the asphalt realm here at this racetrack. And... Rich won many races here at this racetrack with a super late model. And, uh, Rich, uh, what do you think, man? You've been on the racetrack already. It's dirt now. And uh, look at you, man. You're all dirty. <laughs> yeah, well, the dirt's a beautiful thing to me. We, uh... That's just a sample of what you're going to get right there. Uh, I just wanted to do a little tease of some interviews. That was a, uh, that was a fun interview. That was yeah. A nice interview uh, with him. We're going to play the whole thing. We've got to edit it out because Rich Pratt, you know, he's a great interview, but uh, it's a little long. Winded with me and him both. What did he use? Yeah. Did he use bad words? No, no, no. no it no, it no, was no, good. No. It's, it's actually you good. Just, you just get the two of them together. It gets a little. Long. It was really good because he really gave a good insight of uh, somebody that's driven that racetrack when it was dirt before, then as it was asphalt, mm-hmm. and then now again going back out there. So Let's go way, way, way down south, almost to the Everglades. Oh, we must oh. be going to New Hendry Speedway in Clouston. <laughs> yeah, gotta be. Gotta be. Rob Kohler. It's the place to be. Rob Kohler, otherwise known as. Do you... well, actually, folks, I'm even more further south than Hendry right now. I'm clean down in Naples, Florida. Clean down in Naples. This is the cowboy. He must be rich. <laughs> hey there, Rob. It's Cece. And Rob. Yeah, you got Rob here and Rob there and Brian. <laughs> so what's going on, Rob? Let's talk. Let's talk racing. What'd you think about Ocala, man? Man, I had such an exciting time. What a packed place. What a great run show. Um, I, I can't believe we had 45 late models show up there, and uh, and everything went really smooth. Uh, the, the program went quite well. That was an awesome show. And now it's your turn. Now, now it's time to bring it to my home track. Uh, you know, I got to go up there and see how things went, and uh, I'm sure that we can pull off uh, just as great of a show down there. I talked to several drivers that didn't make the show up there that are going to come down and make the show at our place. Um, so it's going to be just as big an event, and I'm really excited to have them down there. They and hope just, they make the show because I, it could be just as big. And just so everybody knows, Rob is the announcer at the Speedway. Yes, yeah, and, I'm, I'm the announcer at uh, Henry County Speedway, uh, but I went up and I, I helped participate in uh, you know kind of the behind-the-scenes up there at Ocala and, and made sure the show ran great. I actually ran the race receiver. Well, you did a good job, son, because it ran really well the, for the United, first time. United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series, Ken Kenny's uh, creation, is looks like it got off to an absolutely monstrous start. At least he didn't nickname you Boogala Boogala. 
and it was a great show. And I can tell you, I uh, have to strongly encourage people to go down to New Hendry and and watch this. You know, the second night of the series, uh, this Saturday night. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be there. Well, that's great. I'm going to be uh, come on down there, um, and uh, looking forward to it because. They put on a great race Friday night in Ocala, and um, I think it's just going to be equally as, uh, as exciting. Any pre-entries for this uh, one, this Saturday night? What was that? Do we have pre-entries for uh, Saturday night's race? We got a, a card of guys already coming? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Kenny's got, got things lined up, and he's busy on the phone all the time. Uh, I know I talked to some drivers that, that were at that show that were, uh, you know, late model drivers that just, couldn't get it together in time but they're going to be there and uh and then i talked to a lot of the drivers after the race uh drivers that were from um what they considered to be too far north to come down to henry county and after uh having a very good finish uh, they decided that they were also coming to henry county um i i'm expecting just as many cars to be at our racetrack even though it is going to be quite a hike for some of the drivers uh, but you know we've got an interesting track the, the layout is a little different than the shape uh, and the consistency of the clay, you know, uh, up there at Ocala. Um, our racetrack is uh, more of a, what I would call a paperclip design instead of the D-shaped oval. And uh, so it's going to throw a curveball at these guys. Uh, some of the guys that maybe didn't do as well up there uh, as I've seen them do at our racetrack, um, you know, are going to do good because they've got experience down at our track. Uh, Roger Krause, I think he's got eighth position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger's got a ton of experience down at our track. I expect him to do quite well. Uh, Sean, Sean, Sean Smith. Yeah, he, he normally, you know, takes the cake down at our place on a regular basis. And you know what? He'd never raced out there in Ocala. He'd never raced in Ocala, and he did really good, really great, actually, to go out and win his heat race. Those were the first laps he ever ran was the hot laps they ran, and then uh, he only got one set of practice, and he went out and won his heat race. Yeah, you know, and I, and I can't wait to see the footage. We put an in-car camera in Sean's car, <laughs> and uh, I haven't gotten a chance to see the footage of it yet, but uh, I bet that's going to be really exciting, and we're going to... We're going to do that again, pick another car uh, this week, uh, somebody that we figure will be uh, equally as exciting to, to watch the view from and uh, try that again. Um, Kenny put together some you know, some videos of the race, and we do some interviews beforehand to talk to the drivers and, uh, and uh, kind of get a feel for what's going on before we go racing. And uh, I can't wait to do those interviews again this, uh, this coming week because now i got some good questions for the guys after seeing how they performed. Up there at Ocala. Yeah, it was Bob Col- you and Bob Culbertson went around and did all those interviews. Bob used to, uh, he had about 25 years at DeSoto, and he's off uh, on uh, the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series now. And we're all really excited about it. That show went so well. And, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to hit Pendry County. Uh, then we're going on to East Bay on the 5th of April. And, and uh, man, I'm just really excited about this series. All the drivers were really pumped up about it. Is Choquette coming down this uh, weekend? Uh, Justin, that is? Justin Choquette? Justin, I imagine, will be there. Uh, rumor has it we might even see Jeff Choquette. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. This time somebody needs to tell uh, Justin that it, it's it's good to finish uh, fourth in your heat race, but <laughs> you might even do better if you put some air in your left front um, tire. He ran the entire heat race with a flat left, a flat left front tire and yeah. finished fourth. Is this... He got into the infield, though. Uh, I think if you recall, on the first start of that heat race, uh, I think there was some contact made, and he went down through the infield, and uh, uh, we lined him back up again. By then, he was already suffering a flat tire, but he hung in there. And I'll tell you, it, it's interesting to see him with that left front tire even on the ground. Uh, his setup has been very soft in the right rear out at our racetrack, and that thing's usually dangling two feet in the air. But uh, 
couple of the drivers have talked him into setting that thing up a little more flat on the ground. So have you spoken with Chris uh, today? Is the Are they starting to prep the track down there at New Hendry, get it ready for Saturday night? Yeah, we ran a race, you know, this past Saturday night there, and um, Larry uh, actually does most of the track prep down there, Larry Thacker, and uh, he set the track up uh, pretty moist this past weekend, and uh, no dust in the air for the fans, and the track held together really good. Um, by the end of the night, there was a slight hole going into one, but that was really the only part of the track that uh, even started to break up, so it held together very well. I think he's going to have a good handle on it for this weekend. Oh, I'm looking forward to being there and watching the race. I, I, I just yeah, that's a nice uh, track down there, and of course, you know, Ken Kenny's uh, United uh, Dirt Late Model Challenge. It's a great time, a great group of uh, race car drivers and cars, and makes for a, just a nice night of racing. Yeah, it's 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 exciting. I mean, I, I had no idea when we went to Ocala. You know, I thought I might see 20, 30 late models, but 45 of of really the top cars in Florida. Uh, Keith and Jack Nosdick were there. Um, uh, you had Ivident Lloyd, um, you know, uh, uh, Shane Williams. I mean, these, these guys, these are top drivers around the state, and, and they're all ready to run this whole series. Um, I don't know about Ivident. Of course, he's got uh, plenty of things on his plate. Uh, we probably won't get a chance to see him again for a while in the series, but I'm sure he'll come back and run again. He has commitments. That Tyler <laughs> Ivy kid did pretty well, too, from starting in the back, making his way up to the front. Yeah. He's uh See from Jacksonville, he was telling us. Tallahassee. 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 Yeah, he's got a, some racing experience. He just he also, said he's racing for a living. That's what he yeah, told me. Also he was running open wheel. Yeah, he was on Real Racing uh, USA last Tuesday. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah, he open wheel mm-hmm. and uh, late models. There again, there'll be an interview with him coming up. Yeah, I'm sure. I'll, I'll squeeze in. Uh, I'm going to get some new some new drivers that I haven't personally interviewed. Uh, I went safe when I was up there at Ocala and went with drivers that uh, that I had already met and known. Um, I did talk to uh, you know a couple new drivers, uh, interviewed them, um, you know. But uh, this time, this go around, I, I want to talk to some some people that did well and uh, and see what they thought of the track and and uh, of course uh, you know get their their views on how they're going to do in the series and. And this is, you know, this is a, a long series here that's going to last throughout the year. And, uh, Fifteen big races. Yep, and it, it's going to take us all over the state and even parts of Georgia there. So um, anybody could still win it. Shane Williams is obviously out in the front right now with a big win up there. Um, and, and that was exciting. I mean, Ivident and Shane ran side-by-side, side, you know, for five, six laps there, working their way through traffic uh, uh you know, I was wanting to scream and holler and jump up and down, but <laughs> I was a little busy with other things. Now, Rob, will you travel with the series? Yeah, I'm going to go around with the series. You know, my normal home is right here in uh, Henry County Speedway, uh, but I've already spoken with Chris, and, you know, I've, I've told him, and, he, you know, he agrees with me. It's a good opportunity to go around and, and get to know a lot more about uh, what's going on in the state dirt track-wise, and, and I'm going to follow the whole series around and, um, you know, do my part uh, if it happens to wind up behind the microphone, so be it. Uh, but right now, uh, I was very proud to help the drivers out, get everybody lined up on the racing radios there. So, uh, Rob, how, how, what is the size of uh, Henry County? Is, uh, well, the, you know, the speedway. Where you want to measure it at, everybody calls it like a four-tenth, but that's if you're rim-riding the wall. Uh, if you get down in the groove, uh, you know, you're just over a quarter-mile track. Uh, and give a heads-up out there, uh, you know. Final gear ratios are usually anywhere just above or just below the 6.0 range. So it's like a third mile or three-eighths around the middle? Yeah. 
Gotcha. Rob, do we have you or did we lose you? I'm sorry, I'm getting some feedback. Yeah, it's yeah, feedback through feedback the... Coming there we go. There we yep. go. Well, you know, every now and then we get some kind of... Oh, that's the aliens, uh, the aliens. When you're eight stories up in the air, that's send their beams out. To the Everglades, they land out here quite a bit. <laughs> wide open area. Really? Big, big mosquitoes. Really? Let's talk about that, Rob. This is, <laughs> he's from the, the city of Nye in uh, Naples, Florida. Well, I thought they had the skunk ape down there. We do. We've got the skunk ape roaming around. I think, I, you know, I've been riding at a place we call Bad Luck Prairie back in... Lizard the Man. I think I've run into the skunk ape out there. Lizard man. Hey, Rob, let me ask you about that, by the way. Since you live down that way, do you uh, do you ever make it over to the swamp buggy races? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just had a... It was this weekend. Past weekend. Uh, yeah. I saw him traveling. The big win out there. Who did? Amy Chester. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, I always go... I always end up going to the, the late race. Uh, usually it's in October, I guess. October, or, yep. Yeah, I, I like There's to... Weather's, weather's usually a little more forgiving than, of course, this weekend yeah, was nice yeah. and warm, but usually this time of year it's a little chilly. For well, I want to nominate Cece for the Swamp Queen. Aww. <laughs> That's one of the, well, she, she has to be willing to be tossed into the... That's right, tossed into the tossed into the mud in, in white. <laughs> in, a, in a white gown? <laughs> absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely white gown all the way. It's the funniest thing. Okay, well, we'll talk about this. <laughs> but it, it's cool, it is cool, but... Uh, so so now, what time uh, do the gates open? Tell us all the particulars. We got to get people to come come to this event, and support Henry County Speedway. Certainly this weekend. Well, you know the the gates open around two o'clock there, and um, we start things a little earlier than they did at uh, at the um, Ocala Speedway. Uh, we usually will start uh, practice with this many cars that's going to be there. We'll probably start practice around five thirty, um, and racing starts right at six thirty. All right, sounds good. Now, we're probably going to be – I know we're talking to Shane Williams tomorrow night on Real Racing USA Live. A good attaboy for me. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk to him tomorrow night. And um, I'm, I'm not sure what we're uh, what the deal is with Ken. Ken's schedule has, like, gotten real crazy. Yeah, but um, we, I, I wouldn't want his schedule for anything. No, not right at the moment. But, uh, uh, yeah, just uh, if there's anything else that we can do throughout the week, you call us up, let us know if there's anything we can do. On our end, to uh, I look forward to having you guys do a live broadcast from the racetrack. Uh, I'd like to have you guys down there and see what kind of facility we've got going. And uh, we've certainly got a fine racetrack and a bunch of great fans down there. So, well, Rob, most oh. definitely when I come down Saturday, I'll I'll come up and I'll find you up in the tower and oh, you'll and probably come say find hi. me running around all over the place because unfortunately I don't get to just do the announcement. I uh, I got a handful of jobs that I got to take care of uh, at the racetrack. But I'm sure you'll you'll catch me buzzing around there somewhere. Just holler out a cowboy, and I'll turn. <laughs> well, we'll hook up sometime Saturday night. Sounds good. Well, okay. we gotta go. We've got to give away an award. All right. That's what we're doing. We're giving away the driver of the month, the Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Month. What do you think about that? Oh, that sounds like a good. It's a tough chore, man. A tough, tough chore. I mean, the names, uh, Rob. I mean, you you know this. You pay attention to this. I mean, this month, just think what Billy Moyer did. Jeff Shuket. Jimmy Blewett over at uh, New Smyrna in the Modifieds, uh, Dave Steele in the Sprints, Shane Williams in the late models up at uh, North Florida and over at uh, Golden Isles, and then at Ocala. I mean, it's a tough choice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You know I'm pulling for the dirt boys. <laughs> well, that Man, narrows it down. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody on dirt, let's just go with that. Well, we can't give it to Jeff Choquette again because he got it last month for all his antics that he did. Yeah. Can't give it 
to him again? No, no, not two weeks, not two months in a row. We're going to give different drivers that way. It'll be a good even shot for because uh, there's plenty of drivers to pick from. There's a, this one's going to be real tough because there's a a lot of guys that have had a multitude, uh, multiple wins this month, or, or besides that, finished second in their other races and tough stuff, man. You know, it's uh you know, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. So uh, we're leaving it in your hands. Who is it? No, I'm just well, kidding. So the last thing I want to say is that, you know, I want to really thank Kenny Kenny and Central Mobile Homes uh, for getting this whole thing together because uh, we really needed a series like this to run around Florida and really stir up some interest about the dirt tracks around. That's right. And uh, what's what's the website that's uh, for Henry County? What's the address? Our website is newhenrycountyspeedway.com. All right. And... Uh, you know, I don't know if you knew this or not. Of course, you probably don't because hardly anybody does. You're probably only the fourth person who knows. But now if you type in unitedirtlatemodels.com, you actually go to the website. I got you. Yeah. And, and I know you can link right there from Karnak. It makes it, uh, it, makes it real easy. That's why they call it the web. <laughs> Everything's connected. It's all connected, man. Right. Talk to you Saturday, man. Thanks for having me on, folks. All right. Hey, Rob. There Saturday. Take it easy, Rob. Bye, Rob. All right, so if you think about it, I think I'm going to change my name to Rob Robbie. Rob Robbie? Yeah. Works for Ken Kinney. <laughs> oh. How do you get that same Ken first name as the last name? No, the first name's Ken, the last name is K-I-N-N-E-Y. How do you know it doesn't Ken spell Kinney. his first name that way? So, because I, I'm pretty sure I've lot seen to think it about. on his business card. It is a lot to think about, Ken. Don't think, try to think about this. You're too busy of a man. But uh, it should be exciting. Uh, Hendrick County Speedway, two yeah. weeks in a row that run the race. I hope they spread those out a little bit. I don't know what the schedule is, but I hope they spread their 15 races out over more than 15 weeks because that will wear the series out pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, yes, um, it is. you guys are over there talking numbers. and uh, Well, that's because we're going to try to get the uh, the winner of the uh, Checkered Flag Sprint Series on the phone. And that is? Jeff Van Dusen. Jeff Van Dusen. We're trying to get him on the phone right now. So that Northern was a good man race. came down and stole the Southern money. Well, yes, he is. A, I, guess, I guess we can cl- classify him as sort of as a snowbird. As a snowbird. Yankee. He, he graduated. Locally, yes, but he goes, you know, back and forth half of the year down here, half the year up north and racing up there. He was on vacation down here taking money. <laughs> Not a bad way to spend a vacation. No, huh? it sounds like a good deal, and uh, he'll probably end up maybe uh, coming back down here because the, the, the weather's terrible up north uh, for months. And uh, these guys come down here, and the good news is if they win, then they stay down here. You know, as long as they can yeah. do decent and uh, and uh, get some prize money, that's how they race on. So uh, they'll probably be down there again, probably hang out, race a little bit. Who we got on there, Jack? Jack? It's Jeff. Do we have Jeff? Yep. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Hey, not bad. How are you guys doing? We're doing really well. Well, we're doing good at Inside Florida Racing. If Jack would turn his microphone on, you would have heard what he just said. But uh, uh, anyways, uh, tell us about the big win there at uh, Charlotte County. Uh, they tell me you're from up north and you were down here uh, vacationing, taking money from people. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty much a snowbird. And uh, we come down, I, I usually drive a uh, 360 wing sprint car up there up in New York. And uh, we decided to put this pavement car together and come down. And I've only got a handful of pavement shows under my belt, so... Uh, it was pretty cool to pick that one off right, right here down by our uh, hometown, so that was pretty fun. So while you're down here, you stay in Englewood. Yep. Matter of fact, you're a Lemon Bay High grad. 
Yeah, back in, uh, I was like in 10th grade, we moved down. I turned 16, moved in with my dad, and we come down here, and I finished high school at Lemon Bay. And uh, did a little bit of racing on Saturday nights up at East Bay with a dirt car and stuff. And then uh, lately we just decided to put this payment car together and uh, had some pretty good luck with it. I'll say. Took home a big win. Now, have, have you won other races since you've been down here? Uh, no, that's, that's been the only one. That's my first one on the pavement. And um, I, I've won five races this year on dirt up in New York with the uh, Empire Super Sprints and uh, the ASCS group up there. And uh, ended up second points up there with the ESS and uh, won the Lucas Oil Canadian um, Invasion Tour. So that was pretty neat. What's that all about? Uh, it's, that's like a um, sub-series for the Empire Super Sprints. It's um, all the Canadian tracks that we run. There's a separate point fund for that. What do they run, in opposite direction? <laughs> Australia. <laughs> I'm just trying to give the Canadians a hard time, you know. Now, now, Jeff, how long will you stay down here in Florida? We're we're actually um, going to be heading up in a couple weeks. We got to get ready. Our first ESS race is uh, April 12th up there, and uh, so we pretty much got to build a car. We don't have anything together right now for that, so we got to put a car together and race that show, and then we're off until like memorial weekend so we got to the end of may for our next race so do you guys go to the racetrack and put the car together at the racetrack because i see a lot of that going on with them sprints yeah we pretty much like when we're traveling up there with the ess and stuff we gotta have we usually bring two cars with us because uh i mean you see some of the wrecks are pretty wild with them things and uh you gotta have enough spare parts to put your stuff back together and make it the next night we usually run you know two or three nights a week up there and uh, so when we're when we're up into Canada and stuff, we got a big toter home that we pretty much live in for the weekend, and we got to have everything with us. How many uh, sprint car chassis have you wadded up like a Dorito? <laughs> I've been in this about eight years, and uh, there's there's been three or four real good ones that I've that I've wadded up. They're out behind the shed up north. <laughs> I was gonna say oh, that's my next question. If you kept them, <laughs> yep, yep. trophies. Um, we got a boneyard out back. Yeah, I got bone yards too. That's why they call me Bonehead. Yep. <laughs> What'd you say, Jack? Jack? Gets on. But there, there you there go. There you go. Other way. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Boy, I tell you, we're having a hard time so now, with Jack's so now, microphone. Jeff, he, rest, he wants the, to say something. The rest of the time that you're down here in Florida over the next couple of weeks, you, All right. you won't be doing any more racing, right? You're just going to focus on getting ready for heading up north and racing yeah yeah pretty much um there's really no racing scheduled till uh the end of april now so um yeah we're just gonna take a couple weeks here and get everything ready to head back up to new york had you uh, the question you um, i was out out of the studio for a minute but have you ever raced at charlotte before um yeah we've uh, well we practiced there a few times when we first put this car together yeah. and um i drove a uh, a pavement car for my first time, like, three years ago for uh, a guy out of Stewart, Florida. And uh, we ran there, I think, once or twice. And um, I don't know if we ended up finishing then or not. But, uh, but yeah, we've, we've ran there a couple times. And I, I like the place. It's uh, it's kind of a slick track compared to, like, DeSoto and stuff. But uh, it suits my dirt style a little bit better, you know. And we've, we've been doing pretty good there. That was a nice way of saying it. It was a yep. slick track. 
Now, slick do you, art. Do you have a preference, dirt over asphalt? Uh, I've always, I grew up with the dirt, you know, up in the northeast and stuff. So I'm a dirt boy at heart, but um, I, I really like the, the pavement stuff, you know. It's, it's amazing how, I mean, you're still going around in circles, but it's amazing how completely different the two are. Yeah, the traction that you can achieve and the asphalt and how hard you really have to drive those cars. It's amazing how quick they can get around the track. Yep. G-forces, my man. Geez. Oh, well, it was a great race. It was a great race Saturday night, and um, it was a pleasure meeting you, and really thank you for taking time out and joining us tonight on Inside Florida Racing. Um, what you, you think about the uh, the starter? What you think about the starter that started the race, the flag girl? Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> That's why Rob's, Rob's teasing. I'll tell you what, I've never been up in the flag stand for a sprint race. Um, I've been up there for um, another race. But, wow, the fumes that you guys put out really hit you up there. That was that was quite an experience of the eyes burning. Well, you heard them say guys. it's a rush when they go around there, don't you? That's what it is. They've been breathing that stuff. It's <laughs> like being high. It was, it was a great place to watch you guys race. It was really exciting. Yeah, you make the flag stand shake. Yep, it's uh, it's a lot better with the wings on there, you know. But um, now, where do you race up north? Uh, up in uh, New York and up in Canada with the Empire Super Sprint. Okay. Yeah, that's a uh, 360 okay. group that runs with the wings on dirt. And uh, I've I've done a little bit of 410 racing too with uh with the World Outlaws and uh, Central PA guys and stuff. So uh, you win? Are you you a front runner up there? You win races? Yeah, yeah, like I say, I won, uh, won five of them up there this year and uh, okay. been second in points three years in a row. So it could, it could be a little bit better, but we've uh, we've been right there every year and um, hope hope we get that championship this year. Well, it sounds great. Uh, glad you had a good time coming down here, taking the money from the local boys, and uh, hope to see you again racing down here. Uh, we've got to get going. We've got an award to give away. and. Uh, well, wait, Jeff, what we want you to do is stay in touch with us. Let us know. You know, give us a call. You can get a hold of us. Um, we want to, you know, know what's going on. Yeah, let us know. Let, let us know, know when you win. win. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, definitely. I, I uh, stay tuned to Karnak.com and stuff when I'm up there and uh, keep up on the on the stuff down here. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot you guys an email or whatever and let you know how we're doing. Yeah, send Jack your uh, your uh, address and he'll send you some uh, inside. Uh, I mean, some uh, real race in USA stickers. You can put them on your car and then people, when they ask what it is, you can explain it. Okay, absolutely. All right, okay, we got to go. Thanks so much right. for joining thank us. Thank you, man. Right. Thank you, man. Me on. Good okay. luck. Oh, okay, thank you. All right, uh, we've got to roll. We got to take a quick break. When we come back, it's getting to be time. To, yeah, we're going to give this time. award away to uh, no, one we of these fine we, fellas. We're going to get Mr. Rick Angie's on right now, and then you there? guys can all you be together do that. Yeah, Good. Be take, just a, a minute. take a break, real quick. Yeah. You're listening to Inside Florida Racing, folks. When we come back, we're going to be with Rick Angie's and. Myself and CC and Brian and Jack and uh, we're going to do a little deliberating and uh, business to new heights. Give away an you award. need to call Evergreen Development and Construction. They do it all from land development, construction, drainage, excavating, site prep, and even environmental projects. No job is too big for Evergreen Development and Construction. Give them a call at eight one three four seven eight 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 four seven. And don't forget to check out the late model Evergreen Development Construction Race Team. They'll be at a track near you. And remember, just think green. Evergreen Development and Construction, 
Ever since the days of old, men would search for wealth untold. They dig for silver and for gold, and leave the empty holes. And way down south in the Everglades, where the black water rolls and the salt grass waves, the eagles fly and the otters play in the land of the Seminoles. Oh, blow, blow, Seminole wind, blow like you're never gonna blow again. I'm calling to you like a long-lost friend, but I know who you are. And blow, blow from the Okeechobee all the way up to Mekinoke. Progress came and took its toll, and in the name of flood control, they made their plans and they drained the land. Now the glades are going dry And the last time I walked in the swamp I sat up on a cypress stump I listened close and I heard the glow Were you ever now a trying out? to move around the outside of the 33 of Machi. Here we go, battle for the top spot. Ivan and Lloyd in the 21. The St. Williams in the 1X. Battle down the backstretch. And the 21 of Ivan and Lloyd will move into the top spot. Williams back to second. Williams battling back at the inside. Still side by side racing. Side by side as they go back into turn number oh, one. Speedway. But here comes Lloyd down the backstretch. They go side by side again in turn number three. Coming up on a lot of traffic. Shane Williams will move back into the top spot. The following. That is that good, good, isn't he? Is that Angus? Hey. <laughs> you did a great job. You did a great job, Rick. So were, were you finally, feeding? Were I you am finally starting to catch my breath after Friday night. Were you feeding McAllister drinks up there or what? <laughs> <laughs> that dude does that all on his own, man. What a stick he's got, huh? Oh my God, he turns, he transforms into this creature up there. He, he, he's a wild man. Speaking of something that transformed into a creature, that whole race, uh, the series, the whole deal just has blown up like Godzilla. Oh my God, man! This thing is uh, come from. We talked to him early last year, well, about mid-season last year, about him doing this and. uh Man, it, it was just a. Uh, it was. It went beyond his wildest dreams Friday night. Well, let's talk about what your position is now. You've got a new position, and uh, wh- tell us about it. Well, I am the announcer and the media person for the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series, and I'm going to love it. And, and and what a group of people to work with, man! Ken Kenny and then Kip and and Ooga Booga and <laughs> all them guys, man. It's just that they're a great bunch of people. Um, the drivers. Uh, that's Boogala Boogala. Boogala Boogala. I think that's what he called him. I said that. Nobody knows what I'm talking about if they weren't at the driver's meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, he, he is officially the one you go to if you have a problem. He's the complaint department. 
he is the complaint department. He's ready for your complaint. Yeah, there wasn't anybody there that was racing that was bigger than him. No. Uh, <laughs> he, he don't have a whole lot to worry about. Now, Rick, I think we have some more announcements about the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series coming out tomorrow on uh, Real Racing USA Live. Hey, man, I'm sorry about the fact you're not here, but the pizza is wonderful. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, they just brought it out, you know, and uh, I'm trying to be professional and not divulge into we it. We figured when point, we get uh, an announcer on the air, we won't have to talk very much anyway so we could eat. You know, <laughs> you know it's almost the end of the show. Wait till it's done. Be professional. So you know uh, we're giving away... Uh, the Pandora uh, Jewelers uh, Driver of the Month um, yeah, I tonight. Guess I guess it's time to get this done. And, yeah, uh, Rick, uh, you want to give us some input what you think? Well, Dave Steele had a hell of a month, a month with a couple of wins, a second place. Um, Billy Moyer, what can you say about him, you know, at East Bay, just and then turn him up at Volusia. But uh, I have to go with Shane Williams, man. Shane Williams won three out of four races up at Golden Isles in the Super Bowl race, and I, I'm that right there, you know, hundreds of late models showing up for that one. Plus the uh, um, big uh, big race up at North Florida Speedway. My, my vote goes with Shane. I think he won five races, if I'm not mistaken, in one month. Right. And with the Ocala race, it's five races. Okay. Rick, so Rick's hand is up for Shane Williams. Well, we were talking earlier, Rick, in the show. I went over this a couple of times, man. But it's very difficult when you get things like Billy Moyer and 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 Jeff Choquette and the little the youngster uh, Logan Ruffin and Jimmy Blewett in the SK Modifieds and Tour Type Modifieds. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, it's he tough. Had a hell of a month too. It's tough. Yeah. And uh, even some of the local drivers too. You know that uh, we've been thinking about. You know, some of them from down south down here, and some from other racetracks. Uh, Curtis Newman up at Citrus. Yeah. This this whole uh, Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Month thing by the end of the year is going to unfold to where we're going to have all kinds of drivers. Uh, that have been thought about. And uh, I want you drivers to know out there that drive some of these backbone classes, we're not just focusing on on uh, just the late models or just um, the sprint cars. Um, I think right now it's important getting off of this month especially because there wasn't really a lot of the smaller uh, classes running, um, you know, in a points-type situation where they're really all out there in force. But what was in force was huge uh, dirt races, uh, throughout the state of Florida and mm-hmm. asphalt races with the uh, bigger classes. Well, yeah, you're right there, Robin. And, you know, uh, as the season progresses, we'll get those guys that have won, you know, six feature races in a row or ten heat races or, you know, leading the points by a billion points by midseason. So, you know, the lower class guys are going to get their shot. Um, but, this, like, January and February, man, these, these, it's a big time. It's, it's big dog It's time. big time, yeah. There ain't no doubt about it, man. Well, and that's you know that is the way it is at the beginning and at the end of the year. That's what you have, and uh, then uh, I think it's great for the association yeah. for all of them to be able to associate themselves together as winning the award. And then when it comes down to the ultimate uh, driver of the year, that's really going to be the toughie then. <laughs> so, Rick, uh, did did uh, have you recovered your voice and everything now from from uh, Saturday night? Yeah, it's back. It's back, and I'm ready to blow it out again Saturday night. Right. Now, now, what's wrong with you, Rick? Why can't you talk? I mean, I don't understand. I mean, you're talking to a guy that can do three hours worth of auctioneering, and you can't talk any faster than that. What's wrong with you? Oh, I can't talk any faster than that. Anytime you want to join me, brother. No, you, you, you just have to. What you have to do is you have to, to work that stomach and the throat at the same time, and then you won't lose the throat. Uh-huh. Really? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 
Absolutely. Okay. It's, it's a definite you know process. You, you know what's going to happen while you're talking about it, okay? Oh, yeah. You know what your price is. You know what this. You don't know what's going to happen three wide going down into turn number one and as they come out of the backstretch. Who's going to be that leader? Are you saying we know what the price is? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> really, it doesn't work that's, that way. That's, that's, no, that's all TV stuff. We don't do that at our place. We sell it to the highest bidder. We sell, we sell it to the highest bidder. We don't worry about running. It, was, it, well, it had to have been fun, though. You guys were having fun up there. You guys there. did a great oh, job. It was a blast. Let me tell you, man. I mean, I've done asphalt, a lot of asphalt stuff over the last five and a half, six years, and, and that, this is my first dirt race. And it is nonstop. Let me tell you. Well, it showed because you tried to talk about that asphalt stuff, and I think you got. Uh, didn't they throw drinks at the window? You got a hand slap, didn't you? <laughs> Mike Peters' head turned red. <laughs> <laughs> well, no matter what, it all worked out, and uh, once you guys got the sound system working, everything was fine. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. Oh yeah, that was that was a lot of fun too. <laughs> and we still don't know what we did to fix it. But it worked out good, and it worked out good for everybody. I think. Uh, all in all, I went away from it saying that it was a a, a great show, and uh, it rolled right along. You know, it did go a little bit long, but, you know, look at what they're dealing with, these big classes. And what was funny is the semi-trucks that were going down the road were stopping in the middle of the road trying to watch the race. Well, let me tell you something <laughs> else, man. You know, four, over 4,000 people in the stands, hundreds of cars in the pits. Um, I tell you what, that staff at Ocala Speedway, they they got it going on, man. They handled that thing. Um, I didn't see a hitch anywhere. You know, they ran out of food and stuff like that. But when you get a crowd like that, it's going to happen like that. But uh, if that's your worst problem, I'm telling you, they moved cars in and out of that place. Uh, you know, I never seen a jam up in the pits. The the car that they constantly had the show going as far as the cars coming off on the track. Um, never ran out of beer. Yeah, well, <laughs> don't run out of beer. Whatever you do, you never run out of beer. Or iced tea. I think they had iced tea all night. Yeah, it was good. It was a good deal. Hey, you can always judge a track by its homemade iced tea, and if that's true, then uh, they're right on because it was really good. <laughs> good deal. I didn't get any. <laughs> right, man. Well, Rick, it sounds good. Uh, who you guys got on your show tomorrow night? I don't know. You got to ask Jack that. He does all that. Oh, what is he, some kind of prima donna, Jack? Doesn't he know he's on his show? He don't know. He don't know yet because I haven't told him. Actually, right. it's a surprise when I get I know. Us too. <laughs> Who's on your show next week, bro? Uh, C.C. Brooks and uh, Rob Elting and uh, uh, Jack, uh, Jack, 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 that's his new name, Jack, Jack, and uh, Brian, Flying Brian. Well, we'll probably, we'll, you know, C.C. will probably have Randy Kyle on. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all will talk about Charlotte County Motorsports Park. That's right. Well, you know, well, you know what, let me tell you something I'm about. I'm be out at New Hendry, and, you know, I'll probably have somebody um, join us from If there. us talking about Charlotte County Motorsports Park. Um, makes them continue to have the success they've been having. We'll keep talking about them. Keep rocking and rolling, brother. Yeah, Lord knows he needs some help there. And uh, I just like to hear that he's got fans in the stands. Fans in the stands um, is the most yeah. important thing. Most important thing. Well, and, and Rick, what do you think, man? Don Narone, I wanted to ask you about this on the air now. What do you think? Don and Sandy went up there, took over Columbia Motorsports Park, and uh, they had 2,000 people in the grandstand, man. Did you have any doubt that Don would fill it up the first night? That's awesome. Did he pay people to come? Yeah, I, I, said, I, asked, <laughs> I, I said, I said, Sandy was telling me that. I said, what did you guys do, stand out there on 41 with a shotgun? No, he's, <laughs> I guarantee you he went to that generic Cracker Barrel up there and gave away a bunch of free tickets. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I remember when Fastcar took that track over, and I went up to Tallahassee to see my daughter, and we stopped at one of them places on I-10 to get some gas. 
and I walked into the gas station and sitting there on the counter were free tickets to Columbia Motorsports Park. That's well, that's right. the magic. I mean, and they packed them in there the first night too. They did. Yeah. Because the food and beer you sell them is where you make the money. How many times do we got to say it? They ought to just let people in the grandstands for free. Put the asses in the seats and they will come. That's it. Yeah. They'd have they'd have 10,000 people at the track if they let them in for free. Yeah, you got to sell food and beer, though. See, they don't yeah. do that at Orlando. Orlando, they lease it all out, so you can't do that. Huh. Well, you can, but. Listen, Don Arone, he's no idiot. He ain't going to lease none of that out. No, he owns it all. <laughs> tars. It's about Tars. Hey, do you know what happened 163 years ago today? What happened 163 years ago on March the 3rd? That would have been uh, 163. I can't do that fast math, man. What, 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 what the first boat rolled into Cedar Key and unloaded? What, what was the deal? 1879. Florida became the 27th state in the union. And and Andrew Jackson, I bet, was the governor, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know who the governor. Yes, he was. Andrew, I'm related to him. And, did you know that? Yeah, Old Hickory Andrew was Jackson. the uh, was the uh, first governor of the state of Florida. I know you don't see it now. And, and we, look how far off off of the the dirt and uh, asphalt we got. Okay, Did you know well, that? Hey guys, Jack is an Indian. We sort of ventured off, and I think we need a drum roll, and I think we need to. Make Let's give away this award so we can eat some pizza. Of our Pandora jeweler of the month. Do we have phone numbers? Are we calling them? Are we going to call them? No, we can't. You're going to? We can't do that. We'll just make the announcement. And we'll we'll deal with that tomorrow. Okay. What's What's the guy you said, Rick? Shane Williams. Okay, his hands up for Shane Williams. Uh, I think my hands up for Shane Williams. Okay, my hands up for Shane Williams. Shane, Shane, it's, it's a unanimous decision. It's Friday night of the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. Thank you. Number um, of the month, Shane Williams. Hey, so uh, you guys are going to break this news to him tomorrow night, right? Yeah. I saw the plaque that we gave Jeff Soquette. It's a beautiful plaque. I wanted to tell everybody out there that we talked to Sean Smith, and he thanked us for his. Driver of the Year plaque that we gave him. Um, he said it was great. And uh, I hope that Sean gets a chance to win this thing. Me too. That'd He's be nice. He just got to win some races. Thanks, Rick. Hey, Rick, we appreciate it, man. Good luck with your show tomorrow. You guys are going to have Shane Williams on tomorrow. You can break the news to him. And uh, good job and uh, good luck in the future there, brother. All right. Thanks a lot, man. You guys got a great show going. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Talk to you tomorrow, Rick. Okay. Okay, okay, there it is. Okay. Shane Williams, Shane Indoor Williams. Jewelers, uh, Driver of the Month for February of uh, 08. Um, working to culminate this in 10 more months, we will uh, be crowning the Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Year, which will be one of those 12 guys. going to be awesome. Or, or girls. girls. Hey. Or gals, hey. that's right. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but yes, it could be a girl. <laughs> Did you? You must have seen that show too. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I tell people all the time, if you want a good laugh, just watch Seinfeld. Seinfeld. That was right one now. of the funniest, and I wasn't it, even a fan of the show, and I knew exactly I. what you talked about. Neither was I. But you know, it, it's certain things that come up in life all the time just always revolve back to uh, not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. So, are you master of your domain? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, thanks for listening. Uh, same time next week, Inside Florida Racing 7 to 9, every Monday night with uh, Rob Bonehead Elting. C.C. Brooks. Flying Brian. Brian, Brian Kynan. Flying Brian. In the swamp, I stand up on a cypress tongue. I listened close and I heard the ghost of Osceola cry.
نگاه 